Fala Mogulis. Fala do Hailis. Welcome everybody <laughs> to another episode of the Hoffy Coffee Cast. I'm your host, Reese Bolton, joined here today by Reese Jones. And today we'll be talking Game of Thrones Season 8. Oh, this is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. I've got, this is, I've got all these thoughts buckled up from like, from since last year. I just want to like... You go on like a little rant to get I mean like oh, I, I think I think you have to really because like yeah, especially with yeah. uh, season eight yeah you know I mean I mean like you know as series go it wasn't a solid series no 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 it I, was I mean yeah. it started off pretty strong I'd say and then just just went downhill I, from there I, I blame Benioff and Wise yeah I mean D and D are pretty yeah. um I mean. You know, like, I wouldn't say it was necessarily, like, all of their fault. i just say, like, you know, they wanted to finish it off, but they wanted to sort of do different projects. And yeah, maybe, like, the allure of doing a Star Wars thing was, you know, you know, just drew, drew them away. So they just you know, couldn't focus all their energies no. on uh, well, GOT. Uh, well, we'll get on to it now, but um, uh, we'll get on to the show. Um, well, the thing when it comes to it. Yeah. But... Um, I thought, obviously, this is going to be like we're going to introduction talk about like, what we've been up to, what anything we've been watching this week, and then we'll go on to the topic. Yeah, cool. So, um, Reese, how are things going with you? I mean, week? really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's like it's been quite nice out, so I've been trying yeah. to like do a bit more running and stuff. That's good. Um, yeah. I think I've like nearly like, well, I, I don't want to swear, but like my foot's really hurting me. And yeah, <laughs> I think I have like effed my foot up because like. I don't know. I bought like new shoes, so maybe it's just you know trying to break these new shoes in. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm stupid. So. <laughs> nah, mate, you're better than me. So right now. Uh, I mean, I try. <laughs> I'm, I've literally just been. What I've been doing? I've been doing that that online course on Hong Kong film. Ah, uh, yeah. The past couple of days, That's, I need to finish that. But really, I've just been pretty much in the same thing. Yeah, so I mean, paying for podcasts half the time. Yeah, right. Right. Uh, what I'm, we're doing? I'm not gonna lie. I don't really know a lot of like about Hong Kong cinema, except for Infernal Affairs and maybe yeah, a few, like the old, the old. I, I did a um, it's split into modules for the six different modules. Oh yeah. So the thing, the one of the modules I did was based on Infernal Affairs and like postmodernism in film. Oh right. That was really interesting. I also looked at. Um, the Kung Fu craze in like the seventies and looked at Bruce Lee films and how like um, the Kung Fu films elevated Bruce Lee as like a superstar. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, do you know Bruce Lee? Was he American born or was he like Hong Kong born? No, he was, um, he was born in, it was, I think it was either Hong Kong or mainland China. I think he was born yeah. in Hong Kong. But he he lived in America. He went to American University. Yeah. But um, I, I don't think of Bruce Lee now. I keep thinking that scene from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That is exactly what I'm. And it's like I looked yeah. at him thinking, I mean, it can't be that bad. Like, yeah. it's just, I mean, like it, it, was, it was pretty bad. Like the the portrayal. I mean, not not so much the actor playing him was bad, yeah. but like the portrayal was very negative. But like, I don't understand because Quentin Tarantino. He he loves Hollywood, uh, Hong Kong films. Like, yeah, he's taking a lot of inspiration from Hong Kong films. So I, I don't yeah. know what he's doing. Like, um, making I, these. I think 
I think he was basically I forget what Brad Pitt's character was called, but I think he was just trying to wolf. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Yeah. Like you know, like when you want to wolf someone, it's yeah. Um Brad Pitt's character, they want to make out he's a badass, so they get him to beat up Bruce Lee. You know. I think that it was just cheap on his part that yeah, you know, it's like yeah. you know, what what can we do to make uh Brad Pitt seem like a, a beast, you know, like a badass. And it's like, oh well I mean Bruce Lee was around that time, can we just have him to beat them up? It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. That's my uh Quentin Tarant um yeah, Quentin Tarantino impression. I don't think it's that good. <laughs> oh god, I think I think I only heard him talk once, and I was like an interview where he yeah. had this woman, and she was saying that like Kill Bill, like oh yeah, um, it, it creates violence, like yeah. and that like, um, creates violence in young people. Just like yeah, wasn't it like oh, what, why your films saw like ultra violence? Like because yeah. it's fun, Jan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, speaking of um violent films, I watched um. The Last Days of American Crime. Um, that film that came on Netflix and hmm. Netflix's most most hated, well, most panned film. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've heard a lot of it. Like, I don't like to sort of form an opinion when it's, I haven't seen a film. It's, it's like two and a half hours long. It shouldn't be two and a half hours yeah. long. But is it, is it, but it's, yeah. just a, it's just a weird film. There's no chemistry yeah. between the actors. It has yeah. one of the weirdest sex scenes in like a film. <laughs> in that, yeah, it's such yeah. a weird scene. Like, yeah, yeah. and um, and Michael um, Michael Pitt's in it. You know Michael Pitt from um, yeah. Dark Empire, Jim Jimmy Darmody, and yeah. he's just he's just like this. He's his mobster's son, and he's just this crazy guy. But like he mm. goes, he just like he goes crazy in like random scenes. Yeah. So, so for example, like. I'm gonna spoil like a scene, but I don't think you're bothered. <laughs> I don't with think it. anyone's gonna watch. No, 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 no. But basically, like the main character, played by Edgar Ramirez and Michael Pitt, they go to Michael Pitt's character's father to get these like wet bombs to blow up this safe. And they go there and they meet the sister, Michael Pitt's sister. Yeah. Yeah. And. They just start, and they go in to meet the, the father, and they all just start screaming at each other. It's just weird. <laughs> and then Michael Pitt's character comes in and he says, oh, we need to talk to your dad. And apparently, like, his dad tried to set him up and get him killed. So he just, like, he doesn't, when he sees his dad, he just gets, like, an axe and throws it at his dad's head. And it's, Yeah, it's just, it's just so stupid. Like, and, and, do, you, and, oh, and then, do you think it's just, like, violent because you know for the sake of just being violent well i was based on a graphic novel and i read a graphic novel see i hate so it I when they how, do that i don't know how violent the graphic novel is but yeah but it's also it came out like the wrong time because it's there's like scenes of police like shooting people like just random mm, people yeah it's like, it's like yes, yeah it's like the worst time you can like bring out a film yeah. like I mean, like, you know, i i only saw like the trailer right i mean i had no intention on watching it but like the the main actor, right? I was like, oh, isn't that that fella from you played an elf in Bright? And I was just thinking, like, wow, like this is gonna damage his career so much. But he was in that. He was in that uh, Versace American oh, Crime yeah. Story season. He, he got, yeah. he, he got, he got, he got like um, the Golden Globe for his performance. Yeah, he was but, good in that. Yeah. yeah. Also, like Charlton Copley is in this film. And he's oh just, yeah, like, I like him he, acting. Yeah, but he's. He, Obviously, I think like his American accent has improved. 
I'll say <laughs> yeah. that. Well, I don't know. He sounds like very less South African, more American. I reckon film. he should just play like an Afrikaans like, in every yeah. film he does. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's playing Mickey from Harlem. And he's still got like an, a South African accent. Yeah, That'd be I, brilliant. I, I feel like he, they really like, he's really like made the uh, accent more American. Because watching yeah. it, he doesn't sound South African. He sounds like really American. But his character in the whole film is just pointless. Like, he doesn't yeah. need to be there. Yeah. Anyways, um, I've also watched the, the Five Bloods that came out on FX. Right. I mean, I haven't seen all of it, I've watched the first hour. And I gotta say, like from what I watched, like of it, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The um, I know it's like it's by Spike Lee, but like you can tell, like this new, like I wouldn't say like his new groove, but like Spike Lee's new direction style is very much like similar to what he did for Black Landsman. Yeah, yeah. You know, Definitely. and like how it sort of like jumped back and forth, like and it shows the um, <clears throat> the African American like um, veterans of the Vietnam War. What what I do love is like his use of, of like footage, like yeah. footage taken back then. And and if you watch, um, you know the first scene where it's like a flashback and it's then yeah. and it's then with Chadwick Boseman, yeah, Osman, like um, his character. It's like the way it's like shot. It's like it's like it's like actually footage that was taken back then, like similar. Yeah. Like, like you see by you like see, um, the the lighting and the texture. Yeah, like um, I think and the aspect like, ratio as well. Like it keeps yeah, changing. Yeah, I was going to say the like film. the, the yeah. ratio changed. Yeah, and like I was thinking like watching it like how it was morphing into it, and I was becoming more grainy. I was like, oh, that's really good. It's a really cool transition. And when you see um, the um the helicopter going across the sun, that was a reference to, oh, I think it was like Miss Saigon or something. Yeah, I think it was it. Miss Saigon, and then it's sort of like you see the helicopter like, going <laughs> by the sun, and then it zooms right up like that. The the helicopter passes by the camera, and it goes into the um, uh, what do you call it? Like where, where like the passengers sit. I was yeah. like, oh, that's, a, that's such a really cool shot. What um, have you got to the part yet where they're on that boat and uh, while the Valkyrie starts playing? No, but I think oh, it, okay. it is going to be like. In a in a way, it's a satire of the old Vietnam films. Yeah, yeah. It is. You know, like how they go to the club, like r- right at the beginning, they go to the club, and like the club is called Apoc- Apoc- uh, Apocalypse yeah, Now. Yeah, that, that, that's great. That's, and that's I just good. thought it was really weird how, like, you see these Vietnamese people, and they're just you know having a good time dancing on, and and it's just like the shadow of war just like it's looming yeah. above them. Yeah. And and then like the old uh, VC uh, boys by the. Um, by the bloods drinks. Yeah, so and also it's such a pa- like different to what Vietnam is today. Yeah, like it's not yeah. showing what a Vietnam back in that time, like a lot of other Vietnam war films are. Yeah. It's set in like how the present day Vietnam and how like it's still like this. It's still the aftermath. You can still feel like the American presence there. Yeah, the shadow of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The but, idea was like you know, yeah. I mean, as I, as I said, I haven't watched all of this, so I can't no, no, form no. a proper no. opinion. But no, I liked how, no. like what you were saying there, it was sort of reflected at the beginning. Where, um, uh, what did they say? Like, it sh- um, they were saying like, oh, you know, if you wanted to win the war, we should have just brought um, uh, the Colonel over and Ronald yeah. McDonald. Yeah, I was like, wow, like that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just you know, 
don't force them to become like us. No. Just get them like softly. It's like exactly. wow, like Spike Spike Lee. Like Spike Lee, I don't like him very much as a person. I think he's quite like arrogant. I, but I, like, I, but his his you, direction is amazing. Have you? I seen, love his work. Have you seen um, the Oscars? Um, another year where. Um, Black Handsman was nominated for Best Picture and Spike Lee won Best Screenplay in the Oscars. Was that last year or the year before? The year before. Right. And he stormed out because uh, Green Book won Best Picture, not uh, Black Klansman. It was so funny. You just see the spike. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it cuts to them. Like, um, yeah. I remember the camera, like, um, it, cut, it obviously cuts to them. Or oh, the Best Picture, Oscar Best Picture is green book and then it cuts down to like stanley just um stanley stanley spike lee just storming out it's like so, it's just like yeah. what i can just imagine though stanley like, excelsior and just running off oh, no, 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 black clansburg is a great film i'll say oh, one, yeah. of my favorite, one of my favorite films of this decade like, i mean adam driver's great isn't it yeah and yeah. um oh what's his name uh, something Tupac, washington washington Tupac grace isn't it yeah He's a he's um oh what's his name? He's a KKK oh, yeah. leader. Um, oh, David Dukes. Yeah, David, David Duke. Duke. David Duke's in it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's what he plays. Yeah, I like to for greatest acting. He, yeah. he's not he's not in a lot, but um, I tell you what, um, well this this is like a really big tangent here, but uh, Tor for Grace was in. I uh, I think I told you a few weeks ago, but I was watching Love, Death, and Robots. Oh, is he, is, is he voiced one of the characters? Um, well, he was in one of them. It was called Ice Age. It's like because they're only short, like things. Yeah, yeah. Um, him and Mary Elizabeth Winstead were in this one, and he was it was a bit of a cop out because these like uh, episodes because it's an anthology. They're meant to be like animated. Yeah, and I'm not sure whether their parts like they were meant to be a couple like just moved into this apartment. I'm not sure whether the the rendering right on this CGI was so good that it was fooling me into thinking it was live action, or it was just live action. I didn't like, even watch that. Film. I've seen like clips of it, and it does look yeah. very. It's it's kind of it's weird. Like think about how um, CGI has remade like these shows. Yeah, people like in these shows look more human, like actually human. Yeah. Like if you, well, watched, um, you, you just look at some cutscenes of games that are coming out now. Yeah. Like, the, and the people there look human. Yeah. Like the actual human people are actually playing them. And it's um, not. It's like animation. I, the the problem now is like that they they try not to fall into the uncanny valley. Yeah. You know. It. But um. Yeah. But I mean, with Love, Death, and Robots, there's certainly some weird stuff to it. But each episode's got its own like um. Uh, style like they're either very realistic animation or like stylistic animations, yeah. and there's definitely something for everyone there. I've watched, uh, I think I've watched nearly all of them. Um, say one I, series, isn't it? It's like so far, I think they're yeah. making another one, but um, I, I, I like it. I mean, I was a bit apprehensive to watch it at first, but I found out it was, it was meant to be a reboot of um. Or like a remake, rather of the old. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. Uh, heavy metal. No, wait. So I think it was in like the early '80s, or like well, in the '80s. Yeah. It was like this old, like um, 
animated, like I think it was an anthology as well, where they just do like animations, like say sci-fi, fantasy, whatever, and they'd put like heavy metal music on it. I tell you what, you might know it. There was a South Park episode where Butters would get high and he'd imagine himself in this fantasy world and Don Felder's uh, song called Heavy Metal would play over it. No, no, you're my Kenny. Who, who did I say? No, you, is, is the episode where Kenny sniffs uh, cat pee? Oh, that's it. Sorry, yeah, Kenny. Not cat pee but, or, I said no, Butters, he, didn't he, I? Yeah. He, he, he smells like, he sniffs like cat. Is it cat piss or like... Mm. Yeah, cat urine. It's um, yeah, yeah. season. They they cheese it <laughs> and yeah, if they, that, if they cheese. They 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 uh, they hallucinate that they're in heavy metal. I I love the I love the arena part where it's like you must fight oh, yeah. for my daughter's my boob- daughter's boob- oh awesome boobage. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that show! I tell you what, like, but um, yeah, uh, heavy metal is basically like that was the original like take. On what they wanted to do for uh, Love, Death, and Robots. Should we? Should we like review that? For, like an episode of the podcast. In in what? Heavy metal. heavy metal. Yeah. Oh, should we? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be funny so as hell. Funny. That'd be so funny. I saw I saw a thing. Um, I saw a meme a couple of days ago. It was like, uh, it was like a guy smoking a joint. Oh yeah. And um, and it was, and he was on his phone, and the caption was, uh, tre- "The South Park creators looking at what's going on in the world right now." it's like all new material like <laughs> that, that's the thing like they went through that weird phase didn't they of like um they wanted to do like a serialized thing yeah where it was like um uh like an overarching plot i didn't overarching enjoy, plot. I, I preferred just uh like like standalone was it standalone episode each like yeah a same episode. same yeah because i kind of like got, i kind of got sick of the whole like um the whole hacking thing and there was so much going on as well yeah like, um, I think there was, I think, oh, what was it? I think there was, there was two series where they tried to do it, where the first one, I think it was about the whole, uh, Trump and Clinton 2016 election. Yeah. And then I think it came after that. The other one was about like trolling. Obviously, yeah. 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 And Kyle's father like joins the trolls. No, that, that, doesn't that all happen in like that one season? You got Is the it? member berries, the trolling. Then you got oh yeah, the member berries. And then you got the whole Eric and his girlfriend want to go to Mars. Thing. That was in one yeah. series, a yeah. season. Yeah, oh, what? There's so much going on. There was so much going on. Yeah. See, like because it because it was <laughs> the mem- serialized. The mem- remember the member berry mafia? Oh, I remember. Remember, what's the password? <laughs> oh my god! Remember the password? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> And what was it like? Um, do you remember Star Wars? Oh, remember Stormtroopers? No, not those Stormtroopers, the real Stormtroopers. Oh, well, oh they're, my god, they're playing like Toto Africa. Yeah, oh, uh, remember this song? <laughs> oh, I'm in there. Did they have like a guy I'm on the berries just like beating up and like tied, like, yeah, um, in the boot of the car? Yeah. Like, <laughs> told you to shut up, remember? Yeah, I'm in there, and he's like <laughs> to a pulp, yeah. Yeah, that's funny. And um, remember they got to like the the um like the speakeasy sort of thing oh, with all the member yeah, berries, yeah. and they're playing jazz, jazz, jazz. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, um, oh. oh, before we go into the game phones, I got I got to tell you about this story. That fucking episode. Though. Yeah. Oh, well, before, um, don't hear the story then. Oh, so, I've got to hear this story. So, um, 
it's, well, so it's a D and D related, so I'm Dungeons and Dragons related, and and uh, I know certain people will be watching this. They know you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> the usual um, suspects. <laughs> so 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 um, so for the past ten to twelve weeks, me Josh, his brother Ethan, have been doing Sam's campaign on um, based in High Rock. And oh, um, right. basically, like, I was playing like a Nord, like a paladin. Ethan was like an orc, and Josh was a warlock. And on Saturday, we had to go and fight this war chieftain, this orc war chieftain, who was like attacking this keep that we were defending. And we were, we were fighting him in this um, in this arena, and this war chief is like got big you know ac like his hp is like really a lot so and uh, i i when he went down twice and then josh's character he got this spell it was like i can't remember what the spell was it was like um it was like like the, the death bells spell if you know what i mean um and and he came up to me and he and he rang the death bells and i just went unconscious and i was like what <laughs> What? And then he went up to Ethan and did the same thing. <laughs> and then, and the whole time, then Josh was like, "Oh yeah, um, um, I I betrayed you." And I was like, "What?" <gasps> so then he came up and he, mur- he he murdered me and Ethan's characters, and <laughs> and, he, and he's working with the war chief. And for the past twelve weeks, he has been manipulating all the events that happened in his keep. So, <laughs> so, so a couple of weeks ago, the whole keep, the whole keeps, uh. Uh, wine supply got was poisoned, so people were dying from the <laughs> poison wine. And then the captain of the keep died, and and we were like, this was like the the one or two weeks before, session yeah. before, and we were like, oh, how did he die? And then, and then like we were like, okay, we need to find out who did this. And then we met like this like shadowy organization that obviously <laughs> like it's um this um high elf like a mysterious organization. And and I thought they did it because at the start of the set of the campaign they wanted us to go and attack the keep, like not attack keep, but like lower the defense of the keep so the orc army can attack. Yeah. And we decided <laughs> we're not going to do that. We can help the people in the keep. So this whole time, then Josh's character has been manipulating everything, and we only found out right at the end, and. And uh, this is funny because when we talk about um, when I was on about uh, whether to you know um, release destroy the defenses of the keep or um, help help the people the Bretons in the keep, Josh was like, "Oh no, I want to." Um, Josh was like, "Oh, I want to um, lower the defenses." Yeah. <laughs> and and, that, and after that, I was like, well, I, we went to like democratic vote." And I was like, "No, we're, we're, we're helping the people." When I said to Ethan's character, I was like, oh, I don't trust him now. And I should not. And then eventually he was like helping us do stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe he's like, you know, maybe we don't need to be white, you know, suspicious of him anymore. <laughs> but before but before we went to this arena, he went and talked to one of the, 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 you know, the suspicious high elf. And he was like, I was like to like Ethan. Oh, he's got to be got character. He's got to speak to Ethan's character. Oh, he's been gone a while. 
And I was just like, oh my god, like I just literally got betrayed. Like I was like, I should have killed him like <laughs> sessions ago, weeks ago. Just like oh. God, talk about a long con. Wait, I, I can't I, I don't trust playing with him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's something like oh my God. But, yeah. Josh, I, know. <laughs> I know. It's like, come on, like Josh, if you're listening, like... you're a sneaky little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, wow. nah, too fair, too fair. Like I, I do, uh, I do rate him for that. Like, kudos on that though. The dedication yeah, to keeping yeah, up the con. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's, talk, he's talking to Sam on like Messenger. Yeah, like, the whole time he's planning it. Wow. And also, Sam's a, the Sam is the dungeon master. He's yeah. like, you can say like anything happens. So now yeah. I'm like, should I just kill them all my, uh, all my <laughs> in next campaign? Should I just kill everybody? <laughs> <laughs> What that was, that's awesome, yeah, probably. yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I, I felt actually betrayal. I was like, I, I, I'm more hurt from this than when I watched the red wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's, like a, that's a like, bar and a half, yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought playing the range of Casimir after that. I was just like, oh god, <laughs> you should have, do you know, like just as he was about the con, you should have just played Reigns of Casimir. Sam, Sam was like, Sam was like, oh, campaign's over. And I'm like, no, I want to come back. <laughs> I'm not the, dead. The Sam will send the regards. <laughs> oh, man. Because the paladins are meant to um, bring justice to the world. Yeah. To so my um... character, I was trying to be more bring justice to everything. I wasn't like, I was, Is... I was, try- I was trying to be like uh, yeah. neutral. Josh's he... character was like chaotic neutral. Uh, chaotic yeah. neutral or chaotic evil is this a stupid question but like don't paladins need to be lawful good yeah they do yeah and yeah. And, if, and if they stray from that they can't be par- paladins then can they well my character one um he i had it so his cow had had it that he this was okay this campaign was set after the events of skyrim yeah yeah so after the death of alduin by the dragonborn yeah and my my character is obviously a paladin, and he was obviously going around trying to um, bring lawfully good to the lands. But because of all the violence, the civil war, and, and everything else that's been inflicted in the regions, he, his kind of like his hope to like bring like his, his moral and his moral like view of the world is kind of gets kind of corrupted. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't know where I should be lawful. How can I bring law to a lawful place? So that's what little spin I, I used in that character. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I like it was sort of like expanding on the sort of like the story of Skyrim. Yeah, you know? yeah, because it's, it's set in yeah. High Rock. After I'm, the I'm sure you told me, but like in that universe that that you were playing in, uh, who won the Civil War, or is the Civil War still like going on? What in the, my in my setting? Yeah, in the setting in, in, you were playing. I think it was the, the Imperials one. Oh, God damn! And I, then they, I, I, they, I'm they, a Stormcloak they, loyalist. They, they, cra- they the crowned like an emperor, and then the emperor got killed, assassinated. Yeah. So they went back into the civil war. Ah, well, that's that's interesting. Actually, oh, caused yeah, more chaos. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Let's go gone from one chaos to the next with Game of Thrones season eight. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. That's a segue. I'm, I'm gonna say this out the back. Okay, I, this is probably my f- least favorite series of Game of Thrones. See, and yeah, it obviously I was very disappointed in the season after yeah. it all came out. Like, watching the last episode was, you know, 
quite hard to to watch through. Well, I mean, the last episode was atrocious. Yeah, yeah, but there are some a little bit of good stuff in it. In this, yeah. In this, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you got to think, right? Like, um, visually and um, like screen, well, not, screenplay a bit, but like, um, fight choreography was great. You know, like, um, uh, costume was gre- uh, great. The CGI was great, but you know, I mean, dialogue was atrocious. Story was atrocious. Do I think my opinion? Go on, shoot. Just do it. That it all ends on the long night, the Battle of Winterfell, and he will get killed by the White Walkers. And then that, that's how you think it should because, have ended. Because, well, that's how that's what I'm going to believe how it ended. So I don't have mm. to watch episodes four, five, and six. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like episode one, like Winterfell, was a really good, strong start. Like, yeah. There was like I don't think there's any problems that episode. Yeah, because I mean it it was good in that it, it was um it was successful in um uh like setting up sort of like all yeah, the characters yeah. and the, and their situations. Yeah, you know I mean um I I've been like you know, I, I was watching sort of like uh other podcasts and stuff. Oh, sorry about if you can hear an ice cream yeah. van. <laughs> um, but um, people were saying stuff like um. It's not very like um, it's not very. It doesn't tie in a lot to the other series. Like there's no sort of like um, what do you call it? Like uh, continuity in that um, they were trying to parallel in the first ever episode the arrival of the king, where Robert arrived. Yeah, uh, Winterfell, yeah, yeah. The, the music he, he, was playing. The you know, music, yeah, exactly. The yeah. music. Dun 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 dun. dun. It was brilliant, isn't it? Really good, yeah, and like it yeah. shows all the characters and that. Very good. And um, and they were trying to parallel that, and then when uh, Danny arrives um, at Winterfell, no one bows to her. Cause they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't see her as their queen. But it's like, like it's a bit awkward, isn't it? Like yeah, yeah. You know, it's like well, I mean, John's there, shouldn't they bow to him? You know, it's, it's, to, it's strange. Do they, they bow bow to John? I I don't think they bow at all. But but I mean. That's, it's so like weird how they don't like in a in a way the latest series are like a parody of the earlier series. Yeah, you know, like they they know what people want. You know, I mean, they, they you know the joke but, is like, oh, give the people tits and dragons and they'd be happy. And there's no story. And yeah. the, the thing that comes into it also is like da- Daenerys believes that if when she writes in Westeros, she'll be greeted. Everyone wants her back and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the people will like accept as their queen. Yeah. To be honest, the people don't because because the whole what the Targaryen has done in the past. And bear in mind also, these people have lived through so much conflict. Yeah, it's like they just had enough. Yeah, this is how I had enough. Like, yeah, and like, how are so many people still in the north with all those wars going on? Yeah, and and winters come in. Exactly, exactly. You know? I'm, I'm surprised anyone's left. To be honest, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they have food. Yeah, you know, because you got to think, right? Oh, you know, Game of Thrones likes to pride itself on how realistic it was. Oh, Who's collecting all the food? Also, also the idea was like, oh, you have a foreign queen come over and taking control. What? Yeah. You want, people want a natural Stark on the throne. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, John is not a Stark, but okay. No, no, yeah, but um, yeah. What do you I would like to address, uh, seen as you know, season eight and all that. Um, the leaks all were true except there was two points that didn't come true 
Cersei has a miscarriage, and uh, the second one is there was a cl- there was going to be a cliffhanger right at the end where same happens. John uh, rejoins the Night's Watch. He goes um, uh, north of the Wall with Tormund. They find Giant Spain. the symbol, don't they? The they find the another symbol. symbol. Oh, they should imagine yeah. that cliffhanger. Yeah, because um, again, this this is my opinion. I, I you heard someone else talk about it, but um, imagine if that cliffhanger was kept in. The, do, you know, um, do you know the scene in King Bran? Oh, that, that sounds awful to say. King Bran's small council, when at the end he says, I'm going to look for Drogon. Yeah. That would have made much more sense. Yeah. Well, why, it, how, it, how it ended like that. Yeah, otherwise, why, why, is he, why does he care? Why is he, look, why is he looking for the dragon for? It's gone. Drogon's had enough. That's why he burnt down the Iron Throne. Oh, God. I, I hated that scene so oh, much. Oh, yeah. I know. The thing about it, it's like a dragon has realised that all the problems in the world yeah. come come from its Iron Throne. So yeah. instead of killing John, it realises, oh, we only destroyed the Iron Throne. Yeah. So... It's so stupid. Like, imagine if, um, uh, you know, say the dragon did go mad because yeah. it, essentially, like, well, call call her his mother, you know, surrogate mother, whatever, just died in front of him, and then goes yeah. mad. It starts to like bash on the what's left of the red keep, yeah, and um, it's you know, it's blasting dragon fire everywhere. John hides, and then as a result of the dragon fire, the the Iron Throne melts, disintegrates. That would have been much more. Oh yeah, you know, the symbolism is like oh, you know. All of this violence is because of um, monarchy. All of this violence is because of, you know they're trying to fight over this throne. Was to say it was heavy-handed would be an understatement. No, I mean, um, yeah, like even I've had time to think about Bear End, yeah. for example. Like I'll say this probably later. Actually, I don't whether to say it now or. I mean, to be honest, they should have made three more seasons. One yeah. season. Should have been on the whole White Walkers. The yeah. second se- season after that, season nine, should have been focused on the siege of King's Landing and yeah. the war against Cersei. Yeah. And then the final season, season 10, should have been the war against Daenerys. Yeah. Well, I Daenerys mean, Daenerys take control, yeah. bringing up a, bringing into like a very corrupt yeah. kind of monarchy. Well, if they were given enough time, they could have established the mad Daenerys plot. I think I've I've I've, I've read a lot of um, posts and stuff, articles where, well, uh, st- like I listened to like a lot of um, people talk about it, and I've read a lot of stuff where it's and posts and stuff where HBO was happy to give the D and D money, yeah, like money for three seasons, but D and D were like. Oh no, we don't. You know. Well, we apparently they it. wanted them to do ten ten episode series as well. But they should have done that. Yeah. Like, or more. They were, like they were throwing money at them. And what, they still didn't want to do it. Well, even think about it, like what two two of um obviously one of them haven't got up to uh, you know finish but like finish you know right now but get, Breaking Bad final yeah. season eight sixteen episodes. Longer, longer season than than the four other ones before yeah. that, and even the Sopranos. That was one I haven't I haven't watched season the last season of Sopranos, but that's got like twenty one episodes. 
Yeah, because I mean, if you want to yeah. sort out all of the, you know, the, if you want to resolve all the plots and you want to essentially wrap up all of the characters' stories, you need time and you need episodes to do that. But when you add, um, how many episodes were in the last one? Was it six? Six, yeah. Six. Well, like an, six well, episodes. An hour and a half long each. Well, I mean, they say that they were an hour and a half. How much of that time was them just walking about? No dialogue, no action, nothing. Like I, it, oh it was just it was, it was stupid. Just you know, there's no action going on. They arrive in King's Landing, but they leave Winterfell yeah. halfway in the fourth episode, The Last of Starks, and they arrive in King's Landing at the end of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of things. I mean. But you know, by the looks of it, like you, you see, you watch the videos of them doing like table readings of the um of the script, and the writers looked like they were shitting out hot gold. Yeah, yeah. They they looked like you know the the cats that got the cream. They honestly thought the series was going to be lauded, like it was going to be brilliant. And also, like the problem is also they they obviously because it was a two year gap. Yeah. More people are going to be anticipated really hyped for that season yeah so when it wasn't that good it just hit it came it came at a ton of breaks in it <laughs> yeah well um i think like uh, w- w- what's your opinion of the sort of um they resolved the issue of the white walkers and um and the night king in episode three. Oh, hey I, I didn't like it yeah I, leaving I, I like three it. more episodes to to Resolve everything. Okay, the White Walkers are probably my the White Walkers are probably my favorite like monsters in like a franchise. Yeah, yeah one of my favorite monsters in yeah. the franchise. Like I loved like the music for the White Walkers. Oh theme. yeah, I, um, I love Ram and um, Jawadi's theme for the Night King is brilliant. Oh yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. E- even um the the whole music composition for that episode is amazing. Yeah, he got nominated for. And I think he won an Emmy for best. Yeah, he won an Emmy for best music in a t- television episode for The Long Night. Oh, oh I was going to say which which episode. All oh, right, um, The Long Night, Long Night. I, I, got, I got to say, right, the music is probably one of the only redeeming qualities oh, yeah. for that yeah. episode. Oh yeah, definitely. That episode, right? For me, for me, if in order for me to judge the episode, I need to be able to see it. Yeah. And I couldn't see anything. Say what I... you like about. You know, oh, Arya killed the Night King. You know, oh, what about the hype? Blah, blah, blah. But, like, I mean, like, you can't see anything. You, well, like, in when you're actually watching the episode, I, yeah. I, I couldn't either. And, um, oh, yeah, having, having a, a gargantuan cavalry charge right at the beginning. <laughs> how, how stupid is that? Oh, they're they're meant God. to be, they're meant to be, uh, you know, genius think... tacticians, and they just send all of their cavalry headlong charge into uh, like nothing. I remember reading somewhere that they got this military historian to watch yeah. the episode. Yeah, and it's obviously a military historian. He like learned a knowledge of like military tactics, you know, used throughout history. And even he said, watching the. Um, yeah, that you know the the cavalry charge of the fracky that I was like, well, why would you do that? <laughs> it's such a stupid thing, like, you know. He he said that was that was stupid. Because yeah. I mean, I know like you shouldn't really divide your forces, but like 
oh, they, they, oh, they just sent them all in. Like, oh, it's really stupid. Like, yeah, and they know it's like millions of White Walkers. Why would you want to send like exactly? Like, I mean, what, a, why would you want? Fight? Why would you want to make a, a, um, a stand at Winterfell? I don't understand that. I see. Yeah, well, the, the, why it, stay yeah, there? Yeah, but the reason was they needed to. It's the, the gateway to the south. They well, needed to stop I mean, the White White Walkers like from coming to the south. Well, I mean, like, if, if they'd retreated further south, you know, and like they could have consolidated more power, and you know, they could have I, I, maybe I gained think, more allies. I do think they should have gone to the Eyrie. Do it. Yeah, I think they should have I gone. Mean, to, yeah, you know. Oh, like I, I saw, like um, I re for for this, I rewatched some of like the um theory videos, and some people were saying they were going to go to Harrenhal. That would be a lot better. That's an actual fortress. Like, yeah, because the, the show doesn't do a, the show doesn't do Harrenhal justice in how no, big and how no, powerful it is. No. You got to think. People like don't know. Two seasons. Yeah, and they hardly show it. But like, yeah. um, Harren the Black created Harrenhal as. The, it was meant to be the largest and most and the strongest castle in all of Westeros, and at, because of that, in the modern times, so when the show and the books are set, um, holding the castle is virtually impossible because it is so big, you can't manage it. But imagine if they'd done that; that would be much better, in my in my opinion. Anyway, like if they'd done that, you know, like and, and they'd had a big army to man it. Or they had provisions to weather the um, to weather the uh, the enemies come in. You know, it probably made for a better um, battle as well. And I know, like people, you know, trying to defend the um, uh, the long night battle itself by saying, "Oh, you know, it's at night or it's winter. It's meant to be dark." But like, oh well, the Battle of Helm's Deep managed to do. Yeah, it. you could actually see everything in the Battle yeah. of Helm's Deep. And I know it's a bit of like, you know, um, it's well lit. But hell, like, we need to be able to see what's going on. Oh, stupid. Was, was, that, was that due to the way it was, like, put on, on like, like, on television? You mean the actual battle? No, the episode. Or, or is it the way it was actually shot? I think it was, um, I think it was shot, um, like, you know, well lit, because... Obviously, they filmed, um, they filmed the battle, obviously, and they had things going on, like um, the Whites actually coming to Winterfell and dragons fighting. But I, I think that maybe to save money on sort of CGI, they purposefully made it darker so that you couldn't see the CGI as much and they couldn't see the quality of the CGI. That's my opinion, anyway. That's yeah, why it was dark, in my opinion. I feel people would more more want to see the actual battle than see how good quality the dragons are. Yeah, exactly. Well, how many times? How many times are the dragons actually shown in yeah. the battle? I, I tell you what, like every time I see like the dragons, like like they, they show the dragons right, and they basically look all the same anyway. Yeah, yeah. Bear in mind, Drogon's meant to be black, Viserion's white, and Rhaegar's green. Yeah. Couldn't they've just had the same model to save money, but coloured them differently? Hell, it would have been much easier. That's you why that, 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 that's why they use ghosts most of the time because oh, CGI, God, yeah. because of the dragon CGI. Oh yeah, that 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 was funny. Um, do you know um because the plot uh, the script knew 
um, John would never see Sam again and you'd never see Gilly again, he gave like a massive like you know farewell to them. And John, he just uh, sorry to ghost, he just patted him on the head and just left. That's a massive knew, fuck you, isn't it? Like, you no, know, because he, he knew that he was going to join uh, Ghost again. Do you think that? The, the script, didn't it? It's obviously not part of like the actual story, but the script obviously <laughs> did it. The script dictated, give them a massive, like, you know, last hurrah to um, Sam and Gilly, because that's the last time they're ever going to see each other. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Stupid. That's, that's, that's a good point. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like um, oh wait, if um, uh, so many plot, issues. I took the plot armor of that episode is ridiculous. Oh god, yeah. More the, people um, should, should have died. Brienne yeah. should have died. Yeah. They made the whole big deal by her actually being knighted. Oh, so god, her character yeah. has come to a close. Yeah. So she should have died yeah. in the battle. Well, that's the thing, right? In these shows, if like you're a, if you're like a, a really like you know if you're an extra or background character. All you need to do is just stick around by one of the main characters, and then you'll survive. Yeah, <laughs> their plot armor would protect you. Well, how many people? That have, like, for example, like Jamie and Brian would fight like so many White yeah. Walkers. Like, how are you guys not like? Yeah. Tormund's man to survive. Yeah. Like, oh, so I, many. Do you uh, know people? People like to defend the sort of battle by saying like who and who survived and why, and like they like to say, oh, you know, they they're the best fighters in the Westeros. Jamie Lannister has got one hand. <laughs> he lost his dominant yeah. hand. He is yeah. not a good knight anymore. He is he's, he's alright because he, he learnt with um uh did he train with Bron or something? Yeah, like he trained with Bron yeah, season five from... or six. Four, four onwards. Alright, oh, well like he he probably can hold his own, but he's not like he's not excellent. Like Jamie Lannister pre um, pre-Golden Hand is meant to be one of the greatest swordsmen in Westeros. Yeah, but that, that, hand, that hand was evil. That's why um, he turned good. Well, all, mean, all the all the evilness came out when he lost his hand. All the evilness yeah. came out of it. So <laughs> I just <laughs> like one gag about that. <laughs> that's, that's called something though. That's um, it's like a, a mental disorder where they blame a body part on all of the negative things. That's what that's what they did um, when they when they had a headache, wasn't it? Like. They used to drill your head inside your head to release all the evil spirits. Oh, and that's, yeah. Um, and that's, that's what they think, um, they believe that's the evil spirits cause headaches in the head. Oh, God. Maybe um, lobotomies are hundreds of years old after. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they aren't a recent invention. <sighs> um, no, the, the, the plot armor is ridiculous. Like, oh. Yeah, like... Um, okay, what, I understand... What's armor? I understand... Jaws... Death was actually quite sad. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think the only reason he died there though is because they were trying to get at the mad Daenerys plot. So yeah. they need they needed to make, her to, to suffer. Yeah, they needed her to like yeah. lose all the people that could actually yeah. make her like you know keep her going. Like, yeah. so she doesn't like make yeah. sure she doesn't like go to the bad side. Yeah, you get what I mean, like. Mm. And obviously, then Miss Sandy's death was like the final straw. Oh God, yeah. I mean, like I know, like people. Well, do people like Miss Sandy? Miss Sandy, Miss Sandy. I think, yeah, I, 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 think, I think she's got she's got a following, like a good good mm. fan base following. I'm, I'm not a really big fan of the character myself, but like, like, like wh- right? Why did Euron capture her, or like, why did they know to use her as a bargaining chip? When at the end of the day, she's what is she like a translator? 
isn't it? Ah, uh, yeah, but Cersei knew that she was Daenerys' closest friend. No. Mm. Also, oh, also well. <laughs> talk, about, talk about episode like um, Rhaegar is the dragon Rhaegar. Oh, Rhaegal. Yeah. Rhaegal, that's it. Got like shot down from like that was one stupid. Ap- one yeah. like what two hours. Well, the plot overpowers and then depowers the uh, the, uh, the scorpions depending on yeah. when they're needed. If they need a dragon to die, the scorpions are overpowered. And then when you know, like um, say Drogon attacks the scorpions, uh, the scorpions, oh, they can't work, or they they're jammed, or oh, they're really crap. Like, oh my god, like, right? This uh, this is this is books, right? But the scorpions, think about it, right? Scorpions are meant to shoot a target on a battlefield. Yeah. Stationary targets. Yeah. These scorpions aim at dragons. At lions. At their essentially. <laughs> and actually moving dragons. Yeah, they're meant to be right. Medieval anti aircraft guns. And like, how accurate do you think they are? How tra- well trained are these people operating them? They're not trained at all. They're really shit anyway. You know? They're not good uh, uh, scorpions. They're, they're, you know, oh, oh, like, right. Aegon the Conqueror's sister uh, died when a Dornish scorpion um, shot down a dragon. Okay, yeah. Okay. And that is described as a one in a million shot. That happened again in this, in this season. Yeah. <laughs> no, they didn't hit, yeah, they, I, they didn't hit Rhaegal once. They hit him a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. How stupid is that? No, and they, I'm, and they, and they I'm say not right that they kill off Rhaegar just like just like out of the blue. It was just like oh, again, it was just like um an excuse to make Daenerys more um insane. We can't afford like two two dragons. To oh get God. So let's just kill the other one. Uh, I'm sure, right? If they asked, they would have given them more money to do it to, yeah. to have more um. Well, not necessarily CGI money, but you know production value. Do you know? Do you know? Like watching the last episode, and yeah. what made me laugh out loud yeah. was watching Daenerys' speech. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I know you're gonna say. Speech, yeah. And it's just somehow all the fuckier there. Yeah. All the unsullied seem to just bred bred each other and just grown well into thousands more soldiers. It's like what the fuck? Well, like, she's who, she's meant who, to be speaking. Who, 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 and thinking, yeah, why why all the faki come back? Like, yeah, they, none of the high them survived the the, 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 the charge. They, they respawned, of course. Yeah, who, who who actually like directed it? <laughs> who know. actually you know coordinated and produced everything, looked at and thinking, oh that's fine. As if the audience wouldn't notice. Stupid, but like, yeah, um, maybe, maybe they even thought that no one watched the final episode. George yeah, was really bad about that speech. It was it's it's in a high Valyrian, and high Valyrian is meant to be like this this language which is essentially it's dead and only like a select few use it because it's like a it's a lingua franca, it's like, you know, it, it, like back in the day, like the monks used Latin because that was their shared yeah. language. Yeah. Well, who who right? Daenerys is saying this speech in high Valyrian to Dothraki who don't speak it, to Ansalid who don't speak it. And then um, when she's like, you know, she's saying, oh, we'll take over the word, blah, blah, blah. Jon Snow looks anxious and Tyrion looks anxious. They probably can't speak it either. 
they probably could tell what she means. Well, really. What from her like... torn? <laughs> They're like dogs. They what, can tell from her torn. Like, yeah, but she more times that kind of hit the stance. Like, oh, I just think it was heavy-handed. Also, with Drogon behind her, like, too far. They had they literally saw her destroy King's Landing. That, that's what I mean. Like that, that could have just done it for me. Yeah, them just arriving and looking at her, and they're all maybe like chanting her name, whatever. They actually hadn't got to do a bloody speech to to cement the whole uh, Nuremberg rally um, effect, you know? Like, yeah, we get it. She's meant to be like like um you know a dictator. Like she's meant to be a conqueror now, who's meant to be feared. Ugh. Like, um, I think it was was it Machiavelli who said like um. People follow leaders if they're either loved or feared, something like I think, that. I think he said that, yeah, yeah, often the prince, yeah, um, the yeah, prince. yeah. Um, but I mean, like, do you know, do you know the whole, um, like tying into the whole Mad Daenerys thing? Do you know, like, the bells, yeah, not not the episode, I mean, I was, like, the, the bells. I was, in... I was going, going to go on to talk about yeah. the bells now, like, yeah, ringing the bells apparently is a sign of um, of surrender. It is. They, they ring the bells when the like the the monarch dies. But it's, yeah, but it's really weird how apparently it's like an established thing. What 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 say you in usually in medieval in medieval ideology like yeah. medieval times, if you're a siege in a castle, to when you surrender, you basically just drop your weapons and. You lower sometimes you lower your banners and then replace them with the people you're. Yeah. Who's a, who's a, you, yeah. Usually, usually when you surrender and you're defending and the attacking army successfully sieged your castle and taken mm. it, you drop your weapons. Yeah. Or do, well, they, do, or do you or do you like take show like white smoke as a sign of surrender? Um, I that white smoke sounds familiar to me. I'm not sure though. The whole um, place in your enemy's banner would be like uh, capitulation, where it, you know, say like um, if they if they did like um, surrender to the enemy, yeah, the, the 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 besiegers would give them a banner to fly. You know, I don't think they'd have one on hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, hmm, I'm trying to think of like historical sieges and what happened. Um, oh. I mean, it depends where you are, really. There was no like universal thing. White banners, like you know, they say like white banners, like um, surrender. That that didn't come into for um, come into use until or sometimes sometimes for example, if you I think what they did is if you starved out, yeah, like people like an army in the castle, they usually yeah. send like a messenger, with, yeah, like, with yeah. like terms or something. not terms, but like I saying mean, that like unless and we surrender. They, and they then, might like... they might send like um maybe like a holy man bearing a cross as a sign. Yeah, piece. yeah, yeah, because you will attack a holy man. Then, exactly. Like maybe yeah. like they wanted to either like have a I mean, party, if, you, if, if you're you know. pagan then it's different. But if um, you're like you know, pagans maybe well, I mean siege yeah, but... warfare wasn't really around with no, pagans. No, 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 but um Probably obviously it was Christian army, Christian army. Yeah, the, idea, the fear of like if you kill a holy man, you will go straight to hell. Yeah. You well, know, I mean, like if if they weren't infidels, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. You mean, I, yeah. Oh, I, 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 I meant infidels, the pagans. Um, sorry, infidels. Because I mean, infidel literally means not, like not, without the faith, or he yeah, he non- was without faith. Yeah. 
Um, that's what they used. And then pagan, pagan literally means like countryside person. Yeah. Um, oh, is that, yeah. Was, is that, is that what it's called, pagan? Yeah, because um, I, th- I think it's like um, the word uh, champagne. Oh. The, the campagna. That, yeah, because like Jews were called pagans, weren't they? By the, um, yeah. Like, yeah. Pa- I think it's Celts, pa- Celts. Celts are called pagans. Yeah. Um, they were basically like people who were. The, um, in uh, settlements who were more cultured saw the people living in the back country as backward. So they call them Paganos. Uh, Pagani. Oh, right. Okay. So they were like, they were the country dwellers, like the, well, <laughs> you, people still, you know, it's, it's a surviving thing now where you look at, um, you know, it's outdated really, but like, you know, you look at people living in the countryside or the sticks and you think of them backward. Maybe yeah. it's, maybe yeah. it's more, uh, Acceptable to say that in America, but no, no, I, <laughs> I, I, see, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah, it's like also backwards, like very uncivilized, like yeah, or yeah. hasn't got hasn't developed to the civilized standard yeah. that is in the yeah. actual urban areas, mm. like the cities. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, no. But um, coming back to sort of like bells, I mean, I I, I know they tried to have um, they needed something as a plot device to show. Essentially, the the whole city capitulated, and they needed a shot of Daenerys, essentially rejecting their surrender. And what better way that, to do that than have like all of the bells ring in, and then she just flies on a dragon and just destroys the city. But it it, it, it just felt like a massive just change, like change yeah. of character straight up. Like it, it was, yeah. It wasn't it, it it wasn't a build up at all. Like yeah. Before that, she, she didn't actually even show do any actions or yeah. express any like moments, you know, emotions where you feel like she's going to go mad. Well, that's it, the problem, it, see. They don't yeah. really show uh, well, anything. The only, re- the only time I could tell is at the end where the son, when the Masande gets beheaded, the yeah. nurse's face is like, okay, she's going, yeah. ma- she's going, yeah. she's gone mad. Well, then and the following episode when she's retreated the Dragonstone and yeah. she's not she's not eating. Yeah. And she's um she's in the room but to she, paint but, the table. But, but she's not mad though, she's just um mourning. Like well, well, you know, she's like she's not eating, she's she's yeah. getting she thinks uh, John has betrayed her, she's she's starting to get paranoid like her father. Because that's how um uh Aerys the second he became mad because he, he was so paranoid that people were out to get him that they were daggers in the dark where they were none yeah so yeah. um I, th- I think this is tying into um the winds well, I of winter can ne- I, can, I can never understand like i could i can never even well maybe i can grasp it to a certain degree but they surrender kingsland surrenders and then she decides oh i'm just gonna go around and kill everyone yeah well there's two perspectives to this. One of them was from I think, either one of D and D. I forget which one. I think it was the one with glasses. Benioff. Or was that Weiss? Weiss. Um, I think it's Ben. Uh, yeah, it's Weiss. It's Weiss. Weiss said. Yeah. Something that um. She she'd had enough. You know, she wanted revenge. Blah blah blah. And um, and I think it was the director of the actual episode. Oh, what's his name? Well, whoever the director was, oh, he... it's, it, it was a, it's Miguel Spocknick. That's he's, he's the one. Who, he's probably my favorite 
director yeah. of Game of Thrones because he's done he's done um, Battle of the Bastards, Winter Winter. I think he did Hardhorn as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did, and he did yeah. Long Night as well. Like he, well, he's, he's directed all the best yeah. battle scenes. Sapochnik basically said that. that's it. Um, yeah. She thought that he was a bit underwhelming. The invasion that all she'd done, um, you know, to to get the throne, all she'd sacrificed, and all I was taken from her, and all of a sudden her enemies just surrender, and she thought that it wasn't enough. Oh God! Yeah, which do you think that makes much more sense than what he said? That basically, uh, than what Weiss said. It's just like, oh, you know, it was just like a boiling point. You know, like well, it wasn't translated very well. No, Weiss, no, it's, a, you know? it's like the boiling point. Yeah, but they failed. The, the two Ds failed to reach that boiling point. Exactly. Yeah. It just felt. It just. Yeah. It felt. It felt like. Yeah. Like something like switched in her brain. That she went from yeah. like this from this point like or like serious queen to like mm. absolutely mother. You yeah. know, like absolutely, um, absolute nuts. You get what yeah. I mean? Like, got yeah. absolutely mental. Well. I, this this is going into sort of winds of winter talk because it's, it's so it's a bit pre, uh, premature. But um, what what could have been much better would be like um, people speculate that there's still caches of wildfire in the city hidden, left over from her father, and they think that Daenerys might do that. So she might either go insane or you know she brings the dragon into essentially burn her enemies. And on accident, the dragon fire lights the wildfire. Oh, wait, is this going to happen in the book, do you reckon? Well, nothing's been hinted at. No. It might happen. It's just pure, uh, pure speculation because yeah, the, yeah. the wildfire caches have been hinted at in the books. Yeah, yeah. So they think that might happen, that she doesn't mean to burn the city, but if, I mean, on accident, she ends up doing it. So they think that well, you know, she might not be insane, that's, but that's, that's what more, uh, That's more understandable because she did not intentionally exactly. burned the city. Yeah. In the show, she intentionally burns yeah. it. I mean, in the books, because, I mean, it's quite early days yet because two books need to come out to finish the series, but the the whole mad Daenerys thing might happen. Like, it, again, it's like yeah, nothing. Yeah. nothing's been hinted at she's losing her way or she's losing her rag. But then again, in the books, Daenerys is a much more nuanced, much more... Um, she's not a heroic character. Well, I mean, it depends who you ask. If you ask, like, the Miranese, she's a conqueror. If yeah. you ask the slaves, she's a, she's a, a liberator. If you ask, um, uh, let's think, Targaryen loyalists, she's the rightful heir. You know, but... It all depends on who you are. And Daenerys, like, despite you having a POV character, she's much more... Um, well, she's much more naive. You know, she, at the end of the day, in the books, she's about 14, 15 by this time. Oh, wait. Really? Yeah. At the start of um, A Game of Thrones, she's 13. So, what, so right now, and like, the Dance of Dragons after Feast, she's 15. Around that, because um, the, the this, series like, it, takes over like ten years or something. Oh, oh, really? I, I'm sorry. I mean, the TV series takes over like ten years, but the books 
begins in 299 after conquest to about 302. Oh, so, right. so it's like roughly yeah. three years. So the okay. whole series in general, this is this is a guess. It might take over about five years, or yeah. three or uh, four or five years. Yeah. So she might end up just being, well, fifteen, sixteen by the end of it. You know. A good question: If Jora, yeah, and Masande were alive, yeah, do you reckon she in the show? Like, this is like an you know alternate what if. Yeah. Would she have gone mad queen or do you reckon that would purely love it to do with their deaths? And she have no one there to control her. Because well, they were the ones who like kind of cooled her down yeah. in some way. Like I mean they were her they were mm. her comfort. She lost that comfort when they died, and then with John yeah. she feels betrayed. So Yeah. I mean, I think that it could have happened with dragons dying on 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 their own if it was done right yeah yeah and you know and leaving jorah and miss sandy alive because yeah obviously they are like crutches for her mentally but um you know if they were trying to pull the whole mad daenerys plot they were trying to do it as a whole twist which was quite cheap but if they were trying to properly do it they should have started doing it when Viserion died. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, uh, yeah exactly. That you know, it, can, and, if, um, if, if, it felt like she got over him this really quickly. Like, exactly. As well, yeah. like yeah, she lost essentially a child. Yeah, but Jorah, uh, you know, it was very emotional. But then again, he was one of the main characters, yeah. D-list characters. You know, yeah. he wasn't A-list, was he? But like, yeah. That's the thing, even Long Night, they should have killed off a lot of characters. If you wanted to do an episode where you just wipe out, like, I don't know, 30% of the the, the remaining characters, that was the episode to do it. Because it was the right kind of setting and the event to do it. I I don't really think that's the show's um, fault. I just think it's it's like actors' contracts. Maybe. You know, like... um... These actors, you know, because say, depending on how much they're paid, depending on how popular they are, like these fan favorites, you can't kill them off, of course. Which goes against the whole ethos that Game of Thrones I mean, started. When I'm looking at it, and especially looking at Brienne's character, yes. I would rather her died in the Long Night episode than have her placed in what is the end, what isn't what she is at the end. Because hmm, after, yeah. when she survives long night, she loses her virginity to Jamie, yeah. and then she basically Jamie then leaves and Brienne and reduces Brienne to like a weeping wife watching her, <laughs> yeah. her husband go off to war. Do you know what I mean? They, they should have yeah. done that. I I know like the the, the show t- tried to be very like uh, manically feminist in the last series, but it did it so bad. Yeah, it did. Because yeah, if you look at Martin's work, it is incredibly feminist. Yeah. By by making Brienne, you know, the strong, independent character that she is, that is feminist. By reducing her to a weeping woman after her, essentially, you know, she's she's left by her lover. And, it, and, it's crap. And like, like, like people like Brienne Tarth, like as you said in the DC podcast, Wonder yeah. Woman, Captain Marvel, these. 
empowered, strong females are what young girls look up to. It's yeah. like an, an idolize, for example, like me, yeah. you would probably look to look at Jon Snow as like, well, as like um, Jon Snow you know, is in, written. In, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, he's he, written as the sort of, um, I yeah, what they call it, but he's like the, the main character who is white, who's straight, lost his parents. And he goes on the hero's journey. Yeah, yeah. you know. But, so and, he, yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And it's the, the same way with Brian. She's looked at that that strong, yeah. that strong woman yeah. who's outcasted and who is indifferent. Not outcasted. I don't know by word. Indifferent because of her gender. Oh yeah, and her she, she's height. And she, she's alienated you know, because of her gender. Yeah, is it so, yeah. I won't say um not outcast, but alienated. And she was overcome those barriers. Yeah. And get to a prestigious position. Yeah, that she was, that yeah, you know, a great you know, prestigious mm. position. Yeah. That is something that young females want, will look at when they go into, especially in the world of work, which is like dominated by men, like areas of society. Yeah, that are dominated by men, and they well, want to get. I, yeah, I, they get... I, what you're saying, especially, I'm just, I just add on what you're saying. Yeah, especially physical minded yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely male dominated. Yeah. So yeah, you exactly. see someone like Brienne of Tarth, you know, the maid of Tarth, Brienne the Beauty, they call her, and you see her, she bests men, you know, like like even physically stronger than her, despite her being strong, because yeah. she's she's more determined, she's more dedicated to being um essentially in the books, becomes a sworn sword. You know, she she's a, she's she's what a knight should be. Exactly. She, yeah. And she's a woman. Yeah. Who in the books can't, you know, like, I, I think it's a betrayal that they knighted her to, to start. Uh, well, in the show, I, I yeah. like, no, I, I, I did like that. I think it was, was just, like, it was just fan service, I think. I mean, it, no, it was nice, but, but I think also, it was just it's, fan it's service. part of her character. If they ended the show with her not getting knighted, but, I mean, it, it feels it a bit of like, disappointment. Yeah, like, I mean, at least, you know, yeah, if she was knighted, but then he made her a king's guard, and I was like, "Why is she serving Bran? She's sworn to Sansa." Oh, should 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 go and talk about Bran quickly? Um, um right. or do you... I, I I've got a lot to say about the small council, but yeah, like Bran. So the 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 fans call him uh, as he was. They call him the Bran Nine Thousand because he is like. He's a robot, isn't he? Like, yeah, you're meant, yeah. you're meant to root for this character, and he has no personality whatsoever. Also, also he, he obviously, apart from not being able to have children, yeah, he doesn't want the Iron Throne. He didn't want these titles. He's free our raven. And then, like, okay, you could be king of, <laughs> yeah. of Westeros. And he's like, yeah, yeah okay. Well, like, well <laughs> they, they, there was a fan theory, especially like book fans think this, that um, the children of the forest and the three eyed raven. Are evil, and they were trying what, to use Bran as like a, a puppet. So what? Well, yeah, but how how will that work? Exactly. Well, um, they think that sort of um, the the minds of the the children of the forest who were dead are in the weirwoods. Yeah, and they think that the green seers can communicate with them. So. By using Bran, who's meant to be like an exceptionally powerful green seer, he's yeah. I think he's like um, one in a million sort of like green seer. I think that's what they say. Like um, he's like he, well, he, of special people, 
he is the most special. You know, he's so okay. powerful and all that. Well, they think that um, the green seers and the children of the forest want to use him as revenge for destroying the children. That's interesting. But how, what, what's, how, would, how would that revenge be carried out? Because Well, if, if what you know, it happened, uh, the, sh- the books happen like in the show, he becomes king and he becomes essentially like he can read the minds of all men and he can see the past, you know, the present and the future. He becomes the most powerful thing on earth. And he can use man as this plaything. That's interesting. Because you look at Bran at the end of the series, and he's not, you know, he's not, not so, an inspiring so, person. So it's like, so basically, he's being used as like a puppet by the children yeah. of the forest. And if I yeah. to wipe out the, the, the descendants of the first men. Is well, that, not not, is not that... just the first men, but the humans in general. Oh, okay, okay. Like, um, I mean, you have some people who think that, um, I mean, there's arguments for and against how, um, how, you know, the books are more sci-fi, that in yeah. in, in the way yeah. that um, when, get, when, when, t- when like time travel came into it, when you yeah. were seeing like, yeah. well, was it time travel? Yeah, when with Bran. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, they think that um, the the children live on in a sort of telepathic, like neural net in a way okay. within yeah. the weirwoods because the the weirwoods can can because uh, in Martin's work he does a lot of this sort of um, hive mind stuff. Yeah, yeah. So when one is joined to the hive mind, they become joined with all of the others. That's okay. that's what he writes about. And that's what they think they, uh, is happening in a world uh, in a song of ice and fire, where the character of Bran is being groomed by the three-eyed uh, crow to become part of the net, so that they can use him. Sorry, they can use his power. That's a good theory. But yeah, I, I like his theory. Yeah, and it can, it can apply to like everything. I can be theory that could actually happen. Yeah, because it's like what could happen, like yeah, post because. Post Game of Thrones. You like, you look yeah. at uh, Martin's work. You look at Martin's work, and he's done this you know exceptional sci-fi work. He's written about genetics. Yeah. You know, there's 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 hours long video about why certain Targaryens can have dragons and some can't because of genes. You know, like um, I mean, you probably got like the front runner is probably Preston Jacobs, who write you know he just does these videos that. Wow, like he, he connects these points. Like a throwaway line in a Game of Thrones can have massive implications for the rest of the books. There's um, there's a couple of articles. Well, it's like Game of Thrones is like hugely like popular with like like ph- ph- philosophers, yeah. You know, like scientists, yeah. English. English literature, you know, people who you know who look at like English literature and stuff like that. Yeah. Same way, similar to like J.R. Tonkin, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of these other elements that can be that can be found in A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. This books talk about the philosophy, talking about the role of women in A Song of Ice yeah. and Fire, talking about the use of science in mm. A Song of Ice and yeah. A Song of Ice and Fire and in the shows as well. Yeah. So. You know, I think it's good though to sort of separate yeah. Tolkien from 
Martin's work because yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tolkien yeah. wrote about the sort of the hero's journey essentially and how good will always triumph uh, yeah, over yeah. evil. I, I, yeah, yeah, I was I was saying basically how like science the science yeah. of Tolkien's yeah. work is also yeah. it's it's not similar, but like people have written about the science of Tolkien's work. Yeah. We've also written about the science mm. of George R. R. Martin's yeah. work. Well, I mean, like pull, pulling it back to Bran, sort of. Um, I mean, you, you got to think it's like Bran is meant to be. You know, they call him Bran the Broken. So so cringe. Um, like he's elected by the Great Council. You know, Great Council that only consists of about like six lords to become the King of Westeros, and. It, He's got like relations to the north who have declared themselves an independent kingdom. Yeah, he is. He is like he's proven that he can see into the minds of men, which is like you create enemies easily. Like you know, it's so weird how they just. I mean, maybe Bran does become the king in the books eventually, but I mean. If Martin was to write about that, hopefully he can sort of find a way to do it, you know, at more, least rationally. It, right. The way that this, this show has ended is mm. apparently going to be the same or similar to how the actual book series is going to end in The Dream of Spring. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. But I'm more looking forward to reading about and reading about reading the last two books and see how. If George R. Martin does a similar, or yeah. like how how he gets to that end game. Well, M- Martin it's, sort it's of. Gonna be, um... It's going to be more, you know, drawn up better yeah. than it was oh, definitely. in the show. Yeah, because with, with Martin especially, he um he doesn't know the precise ending of a book when he begins it. Yeah, he, okay. Uh, I've heard someone talk about this before. He, he does might... um he does this thing called gardening where. He'll throw down plot points and he'll see who, uh, like, which plot points either flourish or, or like, he wants to pursue, or like others just get lost, you know, lost. Oh my god, I, I that, wish in the future, I wish in the future, like, those are put online. Yeah. I'd love to see some of the plot points, yeah, like, he, some, like some of the ideas, he has. some of the yeah. book, yeah, god, like, especially if it came to like Ned, Ned Stark and the Red Wedding, and you know, yeah, all big events getting phones at. Like the massive, huge mm. pot points. Well, um, I mean, like, right with, with Game of Thrones, right? I mean, obviously, people should treat it as its own thing now. Like that, it is not the Song of Ice and Fire. It is no, just no. the show, you know. Yeah. And like, um, I think that sort of um, the the writing became very, it became very, not samey, but it became like, anyway, it just it repeated. Um, plot elements that, like, mm-hmm. you know, the writers thought the fans wanted in a way. Fans that, uh, sorry, characters they knew couldn't die because of, you know, like perceived fan backlash, or, you know, maybe they, you know, loss of interest because their favorite characters were dead. And, you know, it's not, it's not all about favorite characters and favorite houses. It's about, at the end of the day, right, it's an anti war parable. I mean, Exactly, and when you first like when you first witnessed Ned Stark, the main character of the show in season one, die. Yeah, you you got to understand this is what you're in for. Like yeah. no character is safe. Yeah, and it, 
and and it's, it's annoying when you watch the last these last couple of episodes and yeah. these characters have plot armor. Yeah, which goes against what one of the big defining aspects of what made got made the show Game of Thrones uh, stand out from other shows. Yeah, I know. Obviously, main characters have died in shows before, you know, halfway through or like right at the beginning. Yeah, but in a, you know, in 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 a big, in, but in a different. Game of Thrones was like a, a high level and extent. Yeah, because I mean, it wasn't. It was. It wasn't afraid to sort of, like, you know, the, to kill the off his characters because yeah, they the should be killed. The way I see it, imagine what if, uh, in Lord of Rings, Frodo did actually die by getting stabbed by the Witch King. But yeah, yeah. But I mean, that, that, Game of Thrones. Thing, right? is, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. like if you call it Game of yeah. Thrones into Lord of Rings, that's what. But that, that's what it should have been, right? It should have been yeah. Gandalf dies. That's it. Yeah. Gandalf dies and he yeah. does not come back because he's yeah. dead. Those characters are now scarred emotionally from what happened, but the, either, right, their heart will fall into despair and they'll fail, or with other characters, their hearts won't fail and they will be inspired to finish the journey because of Gandalf's sacrifice. Exactly, and that's what exactly. Game of Thrones does. You know, it's not always about the heroic triumph. These characters fail, and be a lot more politics in like Gondor, Rohan. Like, yeah, ro- yeah, they, yeah. If they incorporated yeah. that into Lord of Rings, <laughs> well, there'd be a lot more politics yeah. going on, wouldn't there? Have you heard that joke? Like, um, what's Aragon? No, Aragon's a good king, but what's his tax policy? Yes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you got to think like. Lord of the Rings, you know, Tolkien work and other works of you know of that ilk, they are high fantasy. Yeah, they they're are. concerned with the fight between good and evil. Yeah, you know, they they're not concerned about. Whilst, um, whilst Song of Ice and Fire, yeah, while Song of Ice and Fire draws more on the realistic aspect of like, yeah, of each each person yeah. has uh, the the good and the bad in them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the good and evil. Is a battle within the human heart. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like these char- these characters are fighting each other, and they're also fighting them. You know, themselves in their heart. Yeah, because you you see like certain characters. You know, like I mean, obviously we can't and, say and, 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 and no character in Game of Thrones has, has had it easy at all. Oh God, no! Like, I can't think of any character yeah. who's literally gone from beginning to end yeah. without losing a fine member, without. Losing something, yeah, without losing something. Yeah, well, I mean, it's meant to show the sort of you know the, the chaos and the the cost of war. You know, that's what it's trying yeah. to say. Which yeah. I mean, the show didn't really translate very well, especially in the last series where, um, you know, right. So Martin was you, he wrote the dragons as essentially um, the medieval equivalent of sorry the medieval fantasy equivalent of a nuke. When you have a dragon, it is a weapon of mass destruction. So, in the show, when Daenerys rides her dragon and, and, and the music starts playing, it's a, and it's heroic, it's a betrayal of, um, of, you know, of the work, because it's, it's meant to show I am Aegon, destroyer of worlds. It is. It is. Like, <laughs> yeah. Aegon the yeah, Conqueror yeah. conquered. He used yeah. weapons of mass yeah. destruction. You know, yeah, yeah, 
I am become death, destroyer of worlds, you know, like well, could, could, could dragons also even like um actually I wanna say I wouldn't even say even the um oh, what's the fire again in um a oh, wildfire. Wildfire it's equivalent to like Greek fire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, I think it is. It is inspired by that, and also yeah. it's it's just meant to be another, you know, like a weapon of war. Yeah, because um, y- you look at like George R. R. Martin, right? And he grew up, you know, as a as a hippie. You know, he was he he uh, avoided the draft because he um he was a pacifist. You know, I think it was like he um when you wanted to avoid the draft, you needed to proof that you were like either a pacifist or you could you were ineligible well he uh he sent like the draft like um authority his work that he did on like anti-war sort of like books yeah like his short stories on like um i think it was like a short story he wrote called the hero i think he gave that like to them because he was like essentially look i'm a pacifist i write that war is bad i don't agree with war you know so when you have the show basically glorifying war, it's it's not right, you know. Well, uh, well, you, do you think Game of Thrones glorifies war? Um, certain bits, you know. I I don't think it does, to be honest. I mean, it, I, I say it more looks at horrors of war. Oh, it, it definitely it. does. But I mean, I think in some parts it does, like you know, like with like Daenerys riding a dragon and like the heroic music playing. You know, it's not heroic. She's riding a monster. And then you've got, like, um, stuff like... Oh, let me think now. You've got, you know, the Starks win a, a battle. And there's no, like, you know, there's no comeuppance for them. Like, it, you know, it, when, you, when you kill people, you're not just left scot-free. You've got, like, physical injuries, mental injuries, you know. It's like... I'm not necessarily yeah. saying, like, it, you know, horrors of war should be shown, like, everyone's a war criminal. I mean, like, war causes people hurt you know in different ways you know and i think the you know the show doesn't do that sometimes for the sake of being like you know wow you know battles wow dragons wow tits you know just like yeah i mean that's just my opinion anyway so yeah you know and when i'm looking at the holes of war yeah I think the episode "The Bells" is a perfect example of the Holes of War because yeah. you see the good army going around murdering civilians, raping women. Yeah, you know, well, killing children. Like that's, that's that's the problem. See, like they could have done that, but then they had to have Jon Snow going around stopping rape. <laughs> like, like why why show Jon as like some white knight or something? Yeah, yeah. To to be honest. I do like Jon Snow, but he just—he was just so just like in your face. In yeah. The last the last two seasons of the show, he was just so in your face. Yeah, in the, in the like, last the way, couple, he's he he like some sort of like Jesus figure. Yeah. Like yeah. Like he's, he's so like, boring oh, as well. Yeah, it's like oh, you've saved the wildlings yeah. and all that. Oh, I, I don't want it, my queen. Yeah. Queen. Yeah. Oh my god, I was so annoying last. Yeah. Week. Literally, it's like Daenerys is like. Yeah. Daenerys is going mad. She's killing King's Land. She's destroying King's Land. She's, yeah, but my queen. <laughs> it, was, it was like there was no writing on his part whatsoever. Yeah. You know, they had Kit Arrington to just run around speaking in a northern accent and that's it. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think Hounds actually enjoyed filming that either. Who was that? I don't think he enjoyed filming that season. I, I, think, a, I think a lot of the actors were done yeah. by that time. You know, they, they were sick of it. They were just done. I know. I, you know. I know. I know. 
but it's it, I th- obviously a lot of actors don't want to do like shows like this for like a long time. They get sick of it. Yeah. And also, like for example, the fight scenes do take a long time to film. Oh yeah. But Game I mean, of Thrones is one of the shows that can't end a plot like in six episodes. Yeah. That was a problem. Yeah. It needs it needs a gradual like a couple more seasons. Yeah. Actually... I, I mean the the issue was when they announced that there was going to be uh, six episodes in the last season, they said. You know, oh, you know, there's only going to be six episodes, but each episode is going to have um, uh, an hour and 30 minutes runtime. And then they were going to feel as if it was like one continuous movie. They should have made the last two, the first two episodes into yeah. one episode. Well, yeah, yeah. They should but have like, done that. But they, but they wanted essentially more viewing because it was over like, more like six consecutive weeks then, isn't it? instead of, you oh. know, they wanted sort of like, um, you know, they don't want like a big spike in viewing and then it's just teetering off. They wanted like, the, you know, they wanted viewing to be consistent. It's, it's sad when you see sometimes how viewings, like the need for like viewing numbers can really oh, and ma- mess up. Well, a, especially. Yeah, ratings can really ruin like yeah. the narrative of a story yeah. or television production. Hmm. And like how each episode, you know, despite them saying it was going to be, you know, they, they were considering that it was like one continuous story. It was just stretched over a couple of weeks. It didn't feel like that. It just felt like they were they were really like isolated episodes, and yeah, you know, like they'd begin like weeks or you know, like well, yeah, like weeks apart from each other. So they they felt very um, not disparate. They just felt very just you know different. You know, they weren't linked in a way. And ah, yeah, I mean. I mean, what I'm saying is nothing new. People have had these grievances for a while, obviously, but like, I just think these these issues are just oh, and how like the writers just thought that they'd created like hot shit as well. Yeah, how they thought yeah. that this was. I mean, I would I would you know hazard a guess and say these these uh, writers and the producers thought this is the best season ever. I, I mean, I mean, generally think they thought it was the best one ever. Also, what's written on paper can look can sound good, but when it's put on screen, well, it, I mean, yes. How deluded were they to think that that script was good? It was well, they, garbage. They, 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 they didn't want to do it. They got like an offer from work for work from Disney to work on the Star Wars movie, and yeah. when they were announced as work, they were do work on a Star Wars movie. Everyone was like, "Oh my god, this is so good! It's gonna be like Game of Thrones and Star Wars." Like, yeah, they, they, I want them to do. They're definitely going to do it like a Knights of the Old Republic, and then after season eight, everyone's like, "I don't want D and D Star Wars now," and yeah. then they got fired from Disney, and yeah, <laughs> I mean, and then they brought it back in Westworld just for oh, God, like yeah. fan reaction was... or fan. I don't know. It's like, oh my God, I mean, do you remember? Do you remember yeah, D&D? it was that. That was gratuitous. I felt sick when that. We found a joke. We found a joke and was he was in the he was in the, one of the parks, wasn't he? After 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 the Stormy Island he just goes off to one of the uh, one of the the Delos parks. Yeah, I I mean like what was it like? Um, they said like oh you know we're sending this out to like Puerto Rico or something. No yeah. Costa Rica. That that was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, that's supposed to be the island in Jurassic, uh, Jurassic Park. Park reference. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because um, Michael Crichton was in like I'm sure we we said this before, but like yeah, he he wrote uh, Westworld and um, Jurassic Park. Yeah, he wrote this, he, yeah. he directed um, 
the the film Westworld. Oh, oh did he? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go back to Aria and the idea okay. that, like, she wants at the end, she decides to sail what's west of Westeros. Oh God, yeah. I would like, okay, nowhere. Like, she didn't have, yeah. no, didn't have any kind of like no scenes where she decided, yeah. oh, I want to actually yeah. want to explore yeah. what's the rest of the world. Yeah. She decided, oh, last mm. minute, got nothing else to do. Let me just get on a ship and go somewhere. Well, I mean, we we all know what happens there. All her and her crew doesn't matter how badass her character is. All of them die of either exposure or dehydration. There is nothing west of Westeros. The, the, or, the Starks traded before. Or, the Greyjoys traded. There's nothing. Or it could be that. Imagine if Westeros. Yeah. No. Imagine if the whole like, well, I'll say the world that Westeros yeah. Estos is in is flat. Yeah. And they just go off the side. Whoa, whoa. Are you saying the world is flat? I'm saying it could be a flat earth theory so, in we, Song of Ice and Fire. Are we saying that you are a flat earther? No, 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 no. In no. Game of Thrones. In Game of Thrones, maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But think about Think about what, as, as George Armand ever said that, that, like, Westeros and Essos, the world of Westeros and Essos is in, is, is like round. I don't think he has. I mean, I would love to go to a corner and just ask him that. Like, do you consider the world to be flat? That'd be, that'd just, be just, just picture the scene in Pars Cabin, the world's end, where they're about to oh, go off God. the edge yeah. of the edge of the earth. That, yeah. that, that's what could be on a ship. God, I, 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 oh God, I really hate the character of Arya. She's such a shit she character. Killed, she killed a long. She killed a Night King. I mean, like, <laughs> yay! <laughs> what what a what a um, subversion of expectations that was. You got you got John right, who he's he's ducking behind some little rock to hide from Viserion, uh, to hide from the uh, Viserion's you know white essentially. Yeah. So the dragon can blast like uh, the wall, which is meant to be enchanted. They can blast like walls, but it can't do this little bit of wall. It's like a rock. It's a rock. It's just like it's, a little bit it's, of rock. It's protected by a yeah. plot armor spell. Yeah. It's yeah. simple, but quite effective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a simple spell, but quite effective. Oh, my God. God Arya, like. We had no idea. Oh, we God. had no idea about what the, what the Night King wanted at all. Well, I mean, I, I like the whole mysterious villain. Yeah. You know. But I would you, love... got, you got to think that that was meant to be explained. Like his motivations meant to be um, uh, elaborated on in the spin-off Blood Moon. Yeah, that's, so that's cancelled. No. Yeah. Well, um, you you can see obviously this was before everything uh, that was cancelled. But if they'd left in that little cliffhanger with uh, you know showing you know more like uh, White Walker symbols with John. I don't know. That would have like linked in better to the prequel, but well, I mean, it doesn't really matter anyway. Anyway, now, but um, there there was rumors that um, it's a bit off topic, but in Blood Moon, uh, they'd cast uh, what was her name? Damn, what was her name? Well, they were they cast this woman to play Lan the Clever. Uh, what, who is she again? So. Uh, in, 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 I think they mention him in the books, but 
uh, sorry, in the show, but in the books, Lan the Clever is the founder of House Lannister. Wow, okay. He he essentially he was like a Loki sort of character, like a trickster who he's meant to have swindled House Casterly, stolen their castle and their riches, and caused them to kill each other. Is that is he, that he, is that where the Ryan's Casmer comes from? Oh no, no, no um, that's a different one. A different one. Sorry, uh, Casterly so, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. was meant to be in the Age of Heroes, thousands of years ago. Yeah. So after that, then Lan create. Uh, I think he married a daughter of House Casterly. So he mm-hmm. created uh, Casterly Rock. So he took over Casterly Rock and became um, the first Lord, essentially the first Lord Lannister. And then um, Tywin, uh, he put down the, the, re- the rebellious lords and as a warning to any others, he, cre- um, he asked the bard to create that song. Oh, wow, okay. But yeah, that, that, was, that was thousands of years after. That was uh, Tywin, like... Uh, God, what a good character! Like you got Charles Dance, he was perfect as uh, Tywin. Yeah, yeah, I loved him that he played um, Emir in uh, The Witcher Three. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. Emir. If if he has, um, if he ever comes to a live action show, they should cast Charles Dance. Do you think? Yeah, let's put some. some I dye, mean, dye his hair a bit, and then it'll the, be, the um... problem with the show, with like spoilers for the. Uh, sh- the show and the books of The Witcher. Yeah, you know, essentially, like Siri is the uh, is Emperor Emir's daughter. But like, how are they going to do that in the show? Because I mean, they've mentioned the White Flame. They haven't mentioned Emir by name yet. So, uh, but the, but they showed um, Dooney. Do you yeah. remember the uh, yeah, the Urgeon? Yeah. yeah, they showed yeah. his face. So are yeah. they gonna are they gonna recast him now, or are they gonna do something where they never show the emperor's face until it's revealed? I think they're, how, how are they I, gonna do that? I think they're gonna introduce introduce him later on, but in a way that yeah, because I mean yeah yeah, cause I mean they could recast him because he's meant to be like essentially like you know a decade or so older, so they could. But I I like that. I like how in the first series they only call him the White Flame. Yeah. Because that's what he's called, isn't he? Like the White Flame that dances on the barrows of his enemies. What what a great antagonist that was in the books. That was good, yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about with the season eight? Um, oh, we've got to talk about the Starbucks coffee cup. Oh, yeah. What, I mean, it was... That is a pinnacle. Terrible. That, that image, that yeah. that image of that is the pinnacle of what describes the season. Yes. Yeah. The final yeah. season, no one cared anymore. Well, so you, you say yeah. that, right? In the, in the Great Council scene, when they're all sitting down... There's a bottle of water, they, is it? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of <laughs> bottles of water. Oh. Like, it actually so, uh, feels like no one cares yeah. anymore at that point. Like where where was the professionalism? Uh, I mean, yeah, no, no one gave a shit. I think we no. can safely say that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would want... like to note uh, a couple of things, you know, quick, really. Like, yeah, that's fine. The um, in in the, the small council, so Bran creates his, you know, essentially like his government, you know, the small council. I'm not happy with like any of them. Essentially, like you right. got Tyrion, right? Who's hand? Tyrion all for the, the past couple it's all of the series. Characters are left alive. In it, or, or the yeah. fan favorites, essentially. Like, yeah. <laughs> T- Tyrion, right, is a terrible choice for hand. 
Oh, yeah. He is, yeah, he is yeah, terrible. Yeah. Like he is inadequate. What? He is like he's he's, a, he's, a, he's still drunk. What? Like, what oh is, my god! Like why is Bron there? Like what if why is Bron, Bron on the couch? Not only is Bron the the Lord of Highgarden, right? <laughs> Essentially, probably one of the richest men now in Westeros, but he's also the master of coin. He is the the you know the Lord of the Treasury. What? The, he's I, a, a sellsword. To be fair, to be fair, the Westeros own Iron Bank so much money. Yeah, so what's he going to do with the Iron Bank? <laughs> the Iron Bank will get... Oh, my God. Like, oh, it's so, it's so ludicrous. Like, right, you've got Samwell as the Grand Maester. Samwell. He's, he's not even formed his... He's not, right. He, he's he's actually a poor maester by that time. Yes, he is. He's got... Yeah, he's He's he is the Grand Maester. He's the yeah, Grand Maester. But he's graduated as a Maester, so... Like, how much time has passed? Is he, like, a, a fucking super genius or something? I he don't hasn't know. even... He's got, I think he's got a chain. How long did he take to create that chain? How long does it, how long does it take to be a Maester in the... Well, in, in, the, um, law? Uh, in, in the books, right, there's, they, the... um, there's a couple of, like, really, like, highly intelligent characters, and they form two chains within half a year. Uh, sorry, sorry. Two links of a chain. So, like, when, when you essentially pass a module or pass a um, a field of study, yeah. you get a, uh, a link, and it's well, made I, of I... Uh, a certain metal that represents that um, craft. So, you've got, I think, economics is represented by gold. Right. Ravenry is black iron. So, just say that, right? So, you pass your essentially tests. And you gain a link. Okay. But you, you're meant to have one of the most decorated and sought-after maesters goes to King's Landing to sit on the small council. And I think in the books, like, Pycelle. <laughs> exactly, yeah. right? So Pycelle has got, I think he's got, like, like two dozen, like, links in his chain. Yeah. So he's, like, he is an intellectual, like, one of the greatest minds in all of Westeros. But Pycelle is, like... He's a schemer. He's a you know, he's, he's a worm. Yeah. You know, but but he's still highly intelligent. Yeah. But then you got Sam. How long did he? I'm not saying he's not intelligent. He is. But how long did he take to study at the Citadel? Yeah. Jesus. If, if they're following the formation of the new of this council of the of the council straight after, it's not long. Oh, it's, it makes had, no it, sense. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A, a, um, a, a, anyone else? I, all right. Davos is the master of ships. Okay, that, I'm happy with that, to be honest. Like, okay, but I mean, he's not like a great sailor. I mean, he's, he's, he's a sailor, yeah, but you know, I mean, who else does the show show? Uh, who, who else in the show sails? Uh, yeah, I get it. But um, why is Brienne the Lord Commander of the Queen uh, of the King's Guard? I know. Some some I, I disagree with you with, with. Yeah. But others, I'm like, I can understand. Um, but I mean, where you're from. you, you got to yeah. think, right? They've just basically done all of that. Like, it's a fairy tale end. The big one is stupid as Bran as king. Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. the worst one. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, there's no reasons for him to be king. I mean, you just have to go, he's in a wheelchair, so you just have to sit on a phone. So. Oh, God. So stupid. <laughs> Yeah, well, so he um, cut, he cut, yeah, and and the idea is in the past is like, yeah. um, the yeah, the idea is in the 
the past is like, oh, I don't want to be um, I, I don't want to be king. And now yeah. he's like, yeah, oh, um, I'm happy being king. This is this is another issue I got with that scene when they show the small council. It's yeah. more of a technical issue, but um, so Samwell brings out uh, the book by that maester that we met a few seasons ago, yeah. played by um, oh, I forget his name, but he was in Hot Fuzz and stuff. Um, Meister Ebros. Yeah. And he wrote, oh, I'm cringing just thinking about it. He wrote the book of the histories since, I think, what was it, like since the death of King Aerys called uh, A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. Now, Meister Ebros specializes in medicine. And he wrote a history book. Do you think that's a bit like weird? He, he specializes it, in like. Is it said people in the Citadel specialize in history? Yeah, you got essentially, right? You got to think they are, they are like, they're not just academics. Like, the Meisters don't specialize in a certain field. The order of Meisters. Um, they have, say, grand, uh, they, they have archmeisters, uh, maesters who have a specialty. But other, I think that Ebros is an archmeister. So archmeisters only specialize in one field. Okay. So essentially, like, you know, professors. Um, you have maesters who are sent to castles who have, you know, uh, expertise in a lot of uh, fields. But you have archmaesters who I, I don't think it's specifically they have expertise in only one field but I think they are experts in like they are like the they are the expert in that field so Ebros is essentially the master like healer and herb craft and stuff and so just they just name drop him because you know people go oh yeah that was that maester Really stupid, and it just like maybe, maybe that's just like the, the book, I mean, like, I mean, mood coming out. I mean, histories need to be written. Well, I mean, they, they could have just given it but, to like another like maester who specialized in history. But is there any maesters reckon specialized history? In uh, I, I think so, yeah. All oh, right, okay, okay. Because if I, it wasn't, I can understand why that makes yeah. right history. Because essentially, it's it. like it's like a university, you know, it's like you got yeah, like, yeah you know, thousands of, like, these acolytes who join, and they just specialise in just, I wouldn't say hundreds, but, like, dozens of fields of study. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, maybe, like, um, one final thing. Um, they, they, they say that Tyrion isn't mentioned once in the book. Yeah. What, what, I, what, a, what a stupid, like, just, just because I, it was a joke, just a, as a joke that was written into it. But why? I don't understand why he wasn't written in the histories. The wars start because of him. He was accused of pushing Bran out of the window at Winterfell. <laughs> oh, yeah. So what, yeah, so what they written? I, I want to, yeah, when you think about right. what actually they've written as, like, as the cause of yeah. the war. He was, acting, dark death. he was acting hand for Joffrey. Yeah. He was the hand of Daenerys. Um, oh, what else? Like, you know, like, oh my god, he, he was accused of regicide. He was accused of killing Joffrey, and he's not written it. Oh, it's... All because they wanted a little joke, like, oh my god, look, he's been written out of history. Ha ha ha. So, so stupid. Should we put uh, Game Phone Season 8 to rest? 
now. Yeah, well, I, th- I think it needs uh, to die. I think I think we literally like yeah. like thrown it against the wall so much this, yeah. this last hour and a half. I think you can like only uh, fifty minutes. I think you can only like flog a dead or so many times. But <laughs> I think <laughs> I think it is good to sort of you know to get all these grievances out and just to to see where it went wrong. Like I, I there's a lot of issues, but then again, I liked you, know, you, you look at all the things that were good with it. Like the visuals are amazing. The soundtrack's Casting, amazing. Soundtrack's the dr- amazing. The direction's really great as well. Yeah. The costuming was amazing. It's just all the narrative. It's a screenplay. Yeah. It's a story. Yeah. That's really it. Yeah. Which is, I, I, I found yeah. like, I, I, and also I feel sorry for some of the actors who, well, the actors who were in it because, especially the ones who really like enjoy playing, like they have yeah. their roles and they just they got killed off by by lazy, you know, plot writing. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I'm not angry, really. I mean, I'm, no, bit, I'm not like, angry. I'm not like you know, throw a chair yeah. against the yeah, you know, yeah, like against I mean, the wall. I'm, a, I'm a bit like indignant and yeah. like dumbfounded, but yeah. I'm more disappointed. Yeah, that's the big oh, disappointed. Isn't, yeah. isn't that isn't that scathing? I'm yeah. disappointed. <laughs> when you say to like um, your, Kids. Your, your your child who's done something yeah. wrong, I'm not yeah. angry. I'm just disappointed. Oh. Just God. like cl- cross my Cats arms, and, cross my arms, and just just like God. Sh- shake my they, head. What do they say? Like fear cuts deeper than swords. It's not. It's disappointment. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> but, but, but it doesn't cut cut armor though. Oh damn! Snap! I'm protecting my by plot armor. <laughs> Burning is coming. <laughs> It's like um, it's like a hobum in Westworld. It's like you don't. Oh, I'm, God, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not die. I'm not. You know. I'm not predicted to die yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm. My life really, like, planned out for me. Do, do you know? What I'm like. Whereas, like, I'm disappointed for Game of Thrones. I'm more like humiliated for Westworld that it thought it could be the next Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, when it first came out, the first season, I thought it would be the next yeah. Game of Thrones. Anyways, hmm. um, do you want to talk about quickly talk about the winter winter? Yeah, I mean, he, right to start, like, how much, how, how, how much of the books have you read? Not much, to be honest. But I, I've written, I've read, I've, I've read a lot of the backstory, like online. Yeah. So, like, so if I if I said something now, you wouldn't really be shocked, at, like. No, no, no. Yeah. It's um, my fault for not actually. Oh, books, it, it's fine, really. Like, um, that's why I'm afraid of. Like, the book actually comes out, and that'll be like spoiled. I think that would be really bad. I'm not. I'm not. But um, really, basically, um, uh, the books that have been released. I think the last one is Dance of Dragons, Dreams and Dust. No, what was it? It's after the feast. After the feast, and that sort of catches up with all the characters that were left out. So yeah, that were left out of uh, feast. So you got um. After that now, I think, well, I mean, going on five years now, uh, Martin released a few of, like, these sample chapters. Yeah. Have you, have you heard of, like, what happens in these? You've got no, um, no. a sample chapter of Aaron Dampier, so Theon's uncle, who's... Um, he was left out of the show a lot. I think he was only in a bit. He's essentially, like, a priest of the drowned god. Oh, right, okay. And, um, so that uh, his story is basically what happens with uh, the Iron Isles now that Euron uh, is taken over. Okay. Um, you've got some Turian stuff where he's a slave in Marine uh, as the war starts. 
uh, Baristan is. You know, I mean, he doesn't get killed off. Baristan... Is Tyrion still like a slave? Uh, yeah, but essentially, is he, st- he... Is he still imprisoned with? Um... Oh, hang on. Is it? Has he been? Oh, right, right. Essentially, he's been freed because his master. Um, where they, where um, so up to date now, the the Yonkish, one of these yeah. like Discari slave um, slave um, peoples. Uh, slaver story. Sorry, they are besieging Marine, and the one of like these uh, Giscari lords who was enslaved Tyrion. He's died of um, dysentery. Okay, because that's what happens in war. Like uh, yeah. the, wa- yeah. the water gets fouled, so everyone just starts dying of illness. And yeah. In the in the so in the story, they call it they call dysentery the pale mare. That's what that's just what they call it. Okay. So. Uh, uh, his master's died, so in all the chaos, um, Tyrion escapes, and he joins uh, this like cell sword company, so like a mercenary group called the Second Sons, and um, it's it's commanded by this fella called Brown Ben Plum. Oh, okay. So uh, have you have you heard of him? It's like he was he wasn't in the show. He was like um, he's he, well, it's rumored he's a descendant of one of these Targaryen kings. Oh, okay. So, uh, one so of is, the... is, is he like illegitimate then? Yeah, he's so... a bastard. Well, yeah, like, okay. he's a descendant of a bastard. Like, okay, so yeah. He's part Westerosi, part Bravosi, part uh, Dothraki, and part Summer Islander. So, oh my, it's so bad, right? In the book, he's referred to as a mongrel. <laughs> that's bad, isn't it? But, oh like, that's God. what he is. Like, he's a mix, like, he's mixed race. And he's a bit of everything. And the, and the dragons seem to like him, which is a bit weird because. Daenerys, that's hard going blood, and that's why. That's what that's what he says. Yeah, and yeah. T- and Daenerys trusts him, but he, but okay. he's a sellsword. So uh, so Tyrion joins his company. Okay, and they're about to fight, but but his company is against Daenerys. Oh, right. But um, he's been persuaded by Tyrion to change sides, and um, so that's oh, so that, good. So- that's how the whole Daenerys and Tyrion, uh, you know, meet meet up. It's, it's I mean, eventually, because um, yeah. the last we heard of Daenerys is um, Drogon flew her away. Oh, uh, this is after from Marine. Yeah. So this yeah, is all we know okay. that she's, okay, yeah, uh, she's yeah. at this like place. I think she's she's in the Dothraki Sea again. So like the 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 grass plains of the Dothraki yeah. Sea. Yeah. And. Um, She's. I think she's. She's ill. She... Yeah. Apparently, she, apparently, she has like. She has a period and she has diarrhea. Yeah. 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 So, I think grim. Like people. People meme the chapter a lot because like they just say like what was it like each stool was looser than, than the last. Oh, like, Jesus, oh, George, oh. Christ. <laughs> Is that what you wrote? Huh? No, that's Is that what, what you wrote. Exactly. I'm saying. I think it was like word for word, basically. Like, um, was it like she um. I think she's saying like, oh, she drinks this water and then she shits, and each stool was loose. Oh, so bad. Like, he goes into so much detail when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah, right? stuff like that. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's a very dark man. <laughs> he writes some dark shit, but um, basically the end of the chapter is, and all we know is the Dothraki have found her again. Okay. And I'm not sure if, like, what happened in the show, that's going to happen. Maybe something different might happen. All right. But um, I'm not sure Jorah 
and uh, and Dario Naharis will save her because one Dario is joined with uh, Tyrion with the um, the second sons and Dario is uh, he's a hostage of the um, of the Yunkish. So he's you mean, like you mean he's Jorah. A captive. You mean Jorah's the uh, hostage? No, uh, Jorah is with Tyrion. Oh, wow, okay. So he he's like essentially going to change sides with the second sons to fight for Meereen. Uh, for Meereen. Okay. But um, one of the most shocking things now is um, so the Battle of Meereen is about to start, and one of the Ironborn uh, brothers of uh, Balon Greyjoy. So Balon's dead. So Euron takes over. But another brother, Victarion Greyjoy, who is also not in the show, he has just arrived at Slaver's Bay at Marine. Oh, it, it all, it's all happening. Though, it's all it? coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, not, not just Marine. There's other stuff as well. It's like you've got Marine, and he wants Daenerys. He's been tasked by Euron to travel the world to get Daenerys for him. But Victorion has decided, I'm not going to, you know, he's, he's not an intelligent man, but he's a brute. So he's decided he's not going to follow his brother anymore. He's going to get Daenerys for himself. Oh, my God. Like, it's, and, and uh, there's also a Baristan chapter. I mean, you know, Baristan the Bold. He is leading the loyalist forces of Daenerys in Meereen. Just as he leaves the city on a, like a, an attack. He sees the Greyjoy ships arrive. Sorry, I just um, I just had to put my phone on charge. That's all right. Um, he sees the Greyjoy ships arrive, and he thinks the Greyjoys are with him. They're allied with him. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit! Oh my god, the Marines yeah. gonna be. Oh my god, so much is happening. Like... Not, not just there, right? There's gonna. They reckon there's gonna be a battle um, outside Winterfell, and the battle outside Old Town. With. With the Boltons. Uh, yeah, so the Battle of Side Winterfell. Um, oh, pardon me. Um, the fans have called it the Battle of Ice, where oh, yeah. Stannis, it looks like Stannis is going to lose, but for some reason, he's, he's, got a, like, he's got like a newfound resolve. Fuck. Um, so at, at, at Winterfell, there's the, um, the Bolton forces who are loyal to the Dreadfort. Yeah. Uh, but then you've also got the Bolton allies, which are uh, the phrase, and to a, uh, a certain extent, you've got all, you've also got the Umbers and the Mandalies, and the Mandalies are secret Stark um, loyalists, so they're not really like loyal to the Boltons. So they're basically going to betray the Boltons. Yeah. So, point. so um, Ramsay and Roos, they've managed to formulate like an uneasy plan with each other. To get rid of all of their like allies, well, like because they're not really allies, they're like, um, uh, well, just to get rid of anyone who isn't Bolton. So they're going to massacre, massacre like other houses. Yeah, <laughs> they that's, a, that's they typical. That's, tip, that's typical house Bolton. Isn't it? Yeah, like, exactly. They are. They're cold as hell. I mean, like, I mean, th- this is a house whose words are "our blades are sharp." Yeah, like. So you've got um, they've sent out on a on a, an attack. I think it's just the um, Mandalays and the phrase. Okay. And oh, it's like you know, so they're not going to let them back in because they don't think they have enough food. 
And um, also, someone's been killing people in Winterfell. And uh, this little fray boy has been murdered. Oh, yeah. So, no, uh, this little, like, fray boy. No, it's oh, like, no, sorry, do you reckon Arya has been killing? Uh, um... no, Arya is not there. Arya is oh, wow, okay. Oh, wow, okay. Well, um, so, well, I'll tell you about Arya in a sec. But um, basically, like, someone's been killing people. So that's, like, this is uh, added to the tensions because all of these, like, different factions are at each other's throats. So Stannis knows all of this because Theon escaped and he's managed to make it to Stannis and told him everything. So Stannis knows what's going on. Oh, Because, um, I mean, the pink letter, whoever sent it, you know, they, they, people think that it might not have been um, Ramsay, it could have been someone else. But, they, uh, but if it was Ramsay, he said Mance Raider's dead. Yeah. But, um, oh, I mean, well, it awaits to be seen. Like, it looks like there's going to be a big battle there. That's, yeah, that's, that sounds, mm. that sounds really interesting. Yeah. Like, that's, and, oh, um, God. I can understand why people really want yeah. this, the book to come out now. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Because <laughs> so much... he's, uh, he's hinting at all these battles that are about to begin. Yeah, oh, man. There's, uh... um, there's another one by Old Town, so where Sam is studying. They reckon it's going to be a battle. Um, the Greyjoy fleet, like so, uh, Victarion was sent with uh, a few hundred ships, but the rest have been attacking um, the Reach. So, okay. like where the where the Tyrells are on. Okay. And the Tyrells have been trying to hastily build a fleet to combat the Ironborn invaders, but now Euron has got all his ships ready and is attack is he's about to attack Old Town. So like the one of the cities of Westeros. Oh my god. And do, do you know what's like really badass? Euron in the book is meant to be like, you know, like a pirate. You know, like a, he's got like um he's meant to be quite handsome and he's got an eye patch and he's meant to be like um really dark featured man, you know, very um well travelled. He's got a full set of Valyrian steel armor. Oh man! In that badass. Oh yeah. And, and he's also uh, so when I said about Aaron Dampier, the priest, turns out, um, so it's Theon and like the rest of the Ironborn thought that he'd gone underground to hide from uh, Euron, but he hadn't. He was captured, and for like months, he's been being held prisoner by uh, Euron. So now, just as they're about to go into battle, Euron Crozai puts his brother, uh, the Dampe, on the front of his ship. Like, he ties in there. Oh, my God. So, so, he, can, uh, so he can get killed by the... Um, so he can, so well, he can get killed by the waves, it? <laughs> well, it's weird because uh, he's been given his brother this thing called Shade of the Evening, which, the, which the warlocks drink. Okay. And when um, when the warlocks gave it to Dany in uh, in a clash of kings, she had visions. But um, visions of what? Uh, the past. Oh, what, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What I she thought yeah. was the future. Oh, in, you know. in, in the tower, I mean. Uh, the, he, the part, yeah, it was in it was in Carth. Yeah, it was in that tower, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, in the book, it's called the House of the Undying. 
No, oh, yeah, what? Well, sorry, I want, uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. it's like, it's like, a, like that's a, it. it's like a rounded thing, yeah, um, that's it, yeah. Well, I, I thought I thought I, I, I remember I remember it, but I thought it was a tower. That like, was the the vision where she saw the the Iron Throne, and the throne room was covered in like it looked like snow. There's um, ash, ash, yeah. Well, um, basically, or was it the other way around? Oh, I I don't know, but um, yeah, basically, Euron has got all his men ready to attack, and he's strapped his brother to the front of his ship. Oh my god. It's mental. It's like, oh. but um, Arya is basically she's still in Bravos, but she's becoming more and more, say, you know, adept at becoming like a, a sneak and knowing sort of people's um, reading so people. So, you she's know. Still, so she's still training. Yeah. Is I she mean, blind? Is she blind still? This is after that. Oh, okay. So she's um. She's become she's no she's been told to take on the persona of this character now called Mercy. Okay. So um her chapters aren't called Arya anymore, they're called Mercy. Cause that's what happens. Like sometimes, like when the character changes their um changes their, their say, name. personality yeah. or yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like they change, so like when Theon was captured by um Oh, so it's Reek. There's the chapter yeah, size. The chapter's called Reek, yeah. 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 And um so this chapter's called Mercy because Arya's acting as this uh like I think she's like an actress, like a stagehand. And um it's meant to be like some like middle class sort of like stage play and they're preparing for the Westerosi delegation to arrive. They're gonna host the sea the Sea Lord of Bravos and um one of these Lannister bannermen who have come to Bravos to deal with the Iron Bank. Oh, so, so is she going to kill? Do you reckon she's going to kill someone? Well, there's speculation yeah. that something yeah. might happen with, like, you know, is she going to? Is something going to happen to the Sea Lord? Is something going to happen to the? Um, to, to his name is um, Sir Harris Swift. Okay, he's. Um, I think he's married to one of the Lannisters, or is is one of his like. Or his wife is married to one of the Lannisters. I can't remember, but um. Oh no, I think he's. So do you know Tywin? Yeah. His brother Kevan. I think Sir Harry Swift is his brother-in-law. Okay. So you know he's 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 in bed with the Lannisters, uh, literally, and um, something's gonna happen, because this 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 um theater like this stage company is not very prestigious, but somehow. They're hosting the Sea Lord, you know, like the ruler of Bravos. Very so, oh, things are very off in that chapter. Like Arya's made these friends who are like, you know, they shouldn't be there, but they are. So like people think that they're they're members of the Faceless Men, and they're like watching over her and stuff. But um, oh, what else is out? You got um, Baristan and stuff and. Oh Christ! Oh yeah. Um. So basically, it turns out Rhaegar's son survived. Um, Aegon. Aegon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well. I mean, there's a lot of ums and ahs because he could be a fake Aegon, so people call him Fagon. Yeah, yeah. Maybe talking to him about that. Yeah. Right. And um, basically, Doran Martell, uh, the Prince of Dawn, has sent his daughter, his you know his, his eldest child, to to deal with him. To sort of like to essentially see 
if he's the real deal because if he is, he's related to the Dornish. Ah, oh, so he they... would be Ariani's um, cousin. So they I can think. they can use that to their advantage, aren't they? They can use they could, to... yeah. But they, there's also this thing, like a theory, that the Dornish are plotting against the rest of um, the houses. Okay. They're trying to get revenge on everyone who's ever wronged them. Yeah. It's, every, everything's coming to a, like, everything's coming to a point. But, like, um, the wars aren't over yet. So why did they think that? Because obviously, I, I remember you talking to me about Aegon, but I yeah. don't. I, I can never. Well, I don't think I know. Why do people think he's actually the Targaryen? Like, yeah. It's interesting because. Um, I mean, if everybody. If a dragon, if you came in contact with a dragon and get killed by a dragon, then they know it's a fake Aegon. Like, it's not an actual Targaryen. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, it's <clears throat> strange because everybody thinks that Rhaegar's two children were killed by... Uh, I'm not sure if both of them were killed by the mountain. But, like, well, they were, they were killed in the sack of King's Landing. Yeah. And um, basically, it's, it's revealed in a way that Varys swapped out Rhaegar, uh, sorry, um, Aegon, for some peasant uh, baby. Right. And the real Aegon was spirited away okay. to, to, to Essos. And, um, yeah, so apparently he's alive. You know, I mean, who, who, you know, he looks like a Targaryen. He's got like this... Platinum blonde hair. Ah, but he's is got, he he's got like these. Is he one? <laughs> that's, that's what I mean. It's like yeah, it could, yeah. It could be anyone. People think he's a Blackfire, you know? Yeah, like um, like an exiled like sort of Targaryen like betrayer and stuff. Like, oh my god, Blackheart Betty was like a long time ago, wasn't it? That's what I mean. But they they've been in exile for nearly, oh Christ, like nearly a hundred and some odd years. Oh. So he, he could be a descendant of the Blackfires. Like he, he still has a claim to the throne then. Yeah, but I mean, if he claims to be Aegon, he has an even greater claim. Oh yeah, if he if he is Aegon and people believe he's Aegon, he has a greater claim than Daenerys. I doubt. Um, oh, I, I, I doubt uh, the end point of his character is going to be that he's a fake. I reckon. I reckon he's going to be yeah. Um, and a the fake Aegon. No, I reckon yeah. he's going to be the actual an actual uh, heir, an actual ah, right. claimant. Mm. Well. I, I scrap what I just said then about him being a great acclaimant because um, the Mad King Aerys uh, disinherited Rhaegar. Oh, so... So, I mean, it all depends whether people disregard that, you know, because Aegon's back and he's got the Golden Company with him and I think he's got, like, so many tens of thousands of people with him now because of the Golden Company. Um... He's got this fella called John Connington, or John Con, they call him, who was an old, like, hand of the king who was exiled by the mad uh, king. But he's now back as, like, um, essentially the father figure of uh, Aegon. So it's it's all come into a head now. Like, <sighs> and it's still going to, it's, it's Jon Snow still going to be, like, brought in as um, Ragnar, um, Rhaegar's bastard son. Um, R, uh, R plus L equals J. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's like the main theory that, I mean, the show like essentially proved it right. Yeah. But that's the show. 
So do you reckon it would go in different directions in the books? Um, I'm, I'm afraid to say, really, because like you have that. You have R, R plus L equals J. You have... Um, what was it? You have like these other theories that um, that he's the child of Ashara Dean. Okay. That like b- before Edward was married to Catelyn uh, Tully, he had like a crush on this um, Dornish girl called Ashara Dean, who was like oh right. People yeah. thought that she was one of the most beautiful girls in all of uh, Westeros. Okay. So they reckon that he had an affair with her. There's other stuff, you know. They think that. Um, Daenerys is the child of Rhaegar and Lyanna. There's all these things, but I mean, I, th- I think the most the most realistic one now is that he is the uh, sorry that John is the child of Rhaegar and Lyanna. But that's if they uh, George Martin brings him back to life. <laughs> I do, I do, I, I do like it. <laughs> No, I do like the theory in the books, in the show. So if he does bring in the books, that'd be good. Yeah. But maybe put like a new spin on it. Yeah. In terms of like how it di- well, make it different to the actual show. But I don't think he's going to come back to life straight away. No, 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 no. And the thing is, right, in the books, it's established that um, when the Red Priests, because the Red Priests haven't been able to do, do this forever. Only recently, because of because people think magic's coming back, yeah, they've been able to do that uh, to bring people back to life. So, whether Melisandre or someone else manages to bring him back, he's not going to be the same person he was. No, because when um, Beric Dondarrion comes back to life, I think he's been brought back like four or five times. He loses, he loses like a part of himself every time he's brought back. Yeah, like... not just like you know. One time, someone plucked out his eye. You know, he was ha- he was hanged. Yeah, he was this and that. Yeah, every single time he comes back, he looks more deathly, but also his 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 personality has been degraded. That's, that was the same with John in the show, though, wasn't it? I mean, it they don't really go into it a lot. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But hopefully, we'll get a John POV where we'll we'll have an insight into into his mind, and we'll see. What he, who he is now, but again, I, I don't think he's coming back straight away. I think it's going to be a bit of a gap, you know. Oh, that's good. Anything else you want to talk about with the Winds of Winter? I mean, um, I mean, George well, R. Martin apparently he's writing the book in lockdown. Yeah. Like, so yeah, so he, he said before, like, yeah. oh, I've got, I've got time now to actually yeah. write it. I mean, I I don't really like how people are giving him grief over not finishing his book. Yeah, exactly. He's an old man. He's got a life. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, p- people give him grief because of why he's going to die. Before I mean, it's he like, releases the last book. I, I, I want like one of one of the like things I really want in life now <laughs> is for him to finish the goddamn book. But and bring it, and bring it out. Know, save in twenty twenty. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the thing. Like you probably bring it out just at the end of the year. But <laughs> then again, I want to take his time because I want yeah. I want it to be good. Yeah, I don't, exactly. want, I don't want. I don't want to rush. No, I know. No. All all he'll do, right? If he just rushes it and it's you know bad, he's just gonna be. Uh, he's just gonna be regretful of it. You know, this is his magnum opus. This is his work. His exactly. great work. Exactly. So, what do you hope to happen? What I've told you is essentially what everybody knows at the moment. There's nothing more. You know, there's there's rumors. 
that are unfounded. There's theories, but you know, there's nothing else. Really. Um, Mad King Daenerys. I want that to happen. We mean Mad Queen. Mad Queen, yeah. Mad, Mad King Daenerys. Mad, Mad, oh. uh, Mad, Mad Queen Daenerys, but done in a better way than <laughs> in, in the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it'd be much better because, like, we'll get a POV and we'll yeah. see from her mind yeah, her, yeah. her, um, the unraveling of her mind in the se- in a, in the sense. I think that'd be good, actually. Yeah, because yeah. you know, like the books, you know, you've got like nuance. You know, you've got like. <sighs> Eddard, like, you know, you see his POV and, like, he's not all good. He's not, like, all heroic. He's got secrets. Yeah. He's got that secret about his, his sister. You know, he's got, like, the Tower of Joy, which Promise me, him. Ned. Yeah, promise me, Ned. For, for nearly 20 years, no, sorry, for, for 15 years, he's been haunted by that memory. Yeah. Um, also, I do. I kind of want to. Yeah, if they continue this whole idea of game of Game of Thrones, like, like one side against each other, and yeah. like, yeah, then then I'd be happy. As I kind of want the books to go sim. Well, maybe I would have to go from a different way than the actual show did. Mm. But obviously, the books are going to have a lot more time to develop. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, that, yeah. when when they were making the last series, um, obviously Martin hadn't written the ending yet, so no. you know, I mean, as I said, he, like he, he gave he likes the, to... he gave the D and D like kind of ideas of what how he's going to mm. end anyway. But I mean, you know, he, he's outlets. You know, he's been given um, outlets like interviews and stuff, or like he's written for stuff. And he is a very, um, a very contradictory person, and I think that's just his. You know, to to her is human. You know, plus I I think he likes to keep um, keeps you know the the, the end a mystery, a secret, okay. or entirely he doesn't know yet. Yes. You know, it's it's a mystery to him as well because he he's, he hasn't agreed with himself on an ending you know I mean I hope that the ending is everything I want it to be and but then again I, I hope it surprises me I hope it not subvert my expectations but I hope it shocks me yeah same surprises me yeah. me yeah I hope it you know because he said he wants to write a bittersweet ending I hope he writes the ending that he wants because he knows what he wants to write about. You know, it's anti, it needs to be anti-war at the end of the day. <clears throat> and it needs to be about the conflict of the spirit. You know, it's not, it's not necessarily the Dark Lord is defeated and they all live happily ever after. Because that's what happened essentially in the show, isn't it? All of the... Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, except for Jon Snow. It's, well... Yeah, <laughs> what, what an awful thing to say. I hope there's no happily ever after. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the idea of happy ever after in like films and shows and books just it's it, cliche. You can't have a happy ever after for all characters. To be you honest. can't. You can't. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's bad really to say 
all of the good guys need to happily. I mean, I mean, because they're good. I mean, and all of the bad guys have. A, all I mean, of the like, bad guys have their commitments, you know. And... Breaking Bad did wasn't really happy ending. Yeah, yeah and that's why it was happy good. ending. Yeah, because Walt died. Yeah, I mean Jesse has a happy ending at the end. Basically, um, then did when he goes to Alaska. But I mean, if, if you if you just look at it from the point of view of Breaking Bad and not um, El Camino, yeah, Jesse is broken mentally. Yeah, and physically. Yeah, he's driving off into into the distance. He's screaming in his in the car. You think, Christ, like is is he crying for like relief, or is is he so broken that he's he's a broken man from now on? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, that's what I like the bury that the the unknown that um, I mean with Walter, yes, because he was always written to be. He was Aussie Mandias, wasn't he? He was, he was, you know, look upon my works, ye mighty, in despair. All of his work crumbles into dust at the end. You know, that that's what he was meant to be written as. But Jesse, you know, got, um, got, um, Gustavo. Yeah. You know, his, his arc is, he ends, look at, look at, look at his last thing he does. Half his face is blown off. And, he leaves the room and he does it. He tightens his tie. My God, like no words. You didn't even need any words. That is his character. And he's a professional. He wanted to go out looking sharp. Brilliant. Um, so we'll finish with, with um, Song Lost of Fire Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's been like a massive Breaking Bad tangent. <laughs> I think we're going to do the Breaking Bad. I was like, I'm trying to, I'm, let's wrap round to uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I was only thinking. I bought, I only bought Breaking Bad talking about like a very an ending where really yeah. was a really happy ending. Yeah, but it was a very good ending. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it related. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's... I mean, I mean, the villains didn't win, so that's kind of a good ending. But it's not a happy ending because none of the characters have a happy, happy, happy ending. Yeah. Which I, I mean, hope, which I hope, a dream of spring um, does does do similar. Yeah. There's a there's one thing I'd like to you know, sort of go out on one yeah. one point. Um, I'd like to get your sort of insight into at the end when it shows Jon Snow um going beyond the wall with those wildlings. Do you think he's deserting? The wild, the the wildlings. Yeah, the wildlings. You know, like the, do you, know, do you know, like the people he's going beyond the wall with. Yeah. So, do you think he's deserting? So who's he deserting from? The Night's Watch. No, I don't think so because yeah, he, he's he, he's part of the nice. Okay, this is the the idea was in uh, season six when he comes back. Yeah. He then hangs the people that. Betrayed him, yeah, yeah. Who killed him? Mm. And then he says, "Oh, I'm not part of Night's Watch no more," and leaves. That's true mm. because he's a Night's Watchman till the de- till till death, and now mm. he's free of that oath, mm. coming back to life. Mm. So I don't think he's deserted yeah. at the end. Of it. I don't um, think he's deserted. I mean, I, I just I mean, ask. I mean, like... I mean, there's no Night Watch left yeah. at the end of it. That, yeah. yeah, like yeah. Why, so... why are they there? Like, you know? but um, I just ask because like that's that was a theory online that people thought that. Um, he looked back at the the gate closing, and then he sort of like looked forward, and then just like carried on like riding. No, I feel so, like you know. I feel like him looking back at the gates and the gate yeah. closing was the last, the last 
part of the Westeros. The last, the last kind like of like finally month. leaving it behind, sort of thing. Yeah, is it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like the gate is like yeah. is the entrance to the north. Yeah, to the the, the land beyond winter, but it's also the the exit of Westeros. Yeah. So that's what that's that's mm. what I think. Um, no, that's good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It, anything else? I think that's it, but yeah, I think we've uh, well and truly exhausted season eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll come back to Game of Thrones. In the I, future. I, was gonna, I was about to say, yeah, I think I yeah. think it'd be good to come back to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we've got maybe, maybe we discuss like theories, maybe or yeah, yeah. You know, like um, for, for the other books. aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so next episode, we'll be looking at conspiracy theories. Oh yes. Yeah. So basically, what we're going to be doing is. Going every five episodes, we are going to look at a, a, a conspiracy theory or a couple of conspiracy theories in the episode and just talk about it. Oh my god! So you, know, Risa, you know the freedom man. I gotta say, yeah. So Risa, <laughs> Risa, obviously, these are gonna go from like the very absolute, uh, like the normal conspiracy theories, so, yeah, you know, to the absolute <laughs> bonkers stuff. And you know, I've got some stuff that I oh, want to talk about with you, right? So. I'm going to set myself some homework here. Yeah. I'm going to research some, you know, normal, mundane stuff and weird as shit conspiracies. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, do you, I mean, do you want to go for a couple of conspiracy theories, like an episode, or do you want to go for like one big one? Hmm. Do, do, do. Do, do you want to just, I don't know, just leave it at that? Just like maybe, th- you know, think on it and then just like, yeah, decide. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, oh, I, we we know we're doing the conspiracies yeah, yeah. anyway, so yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody. Um, I was just I'm trying to think of a very good Game of Thrones quote to end it off. <laughs> um, I've drawn a blank as well. My night, uh, um, my night's watch ends. Yeah. Um. That's it. <laughs> Wait, what's the what's the what's the night's watch quote? Um, oh, um, and now my watch begins until was it? Damn, what's the ending? Oh, I don't know. It's like, um, simple. yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we say to the god of death? Not today, not today. Or, um, okay, I, I gotta, I gotta, we end on that. You. No, what? Okay, gotta, go on. Yeah, I know a killer when I see one. <laughs> 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 a nice little aria quote to finish off. <laughs> not a killer when I see one. <laughs> um, no, we're gonna end on my queen, the, the best oh, game my, of my queen, the best game of phones. Quote. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. All right, everybody. Um, thank you for listening. Um, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> um, make sure to um, follow us on Spotify, Instagram. We're now also on iTunes and Overcast. So if you search for up on iTunes and Overcast, we are on there. Uh, you know, watch. Um, if you've got any feedback about uh, the episode, please let us know. Um, share us with your friends, your family, whatever unite your fellow night watch watch oh, yes. all women all women uh thank you everybody for listening i am reese bolton adios uh i'm reese jones uh adios goodbye <laughs>